Hey, Haru, just watch the VOD. <laughs> just, just watch the wow. VOD. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so we're recording. It sounded good to me. Everything sounds good. Layouts yeah. look good. It's not your fault, Eddie. It's not your fault. That's all It's good. really hard to coincide three fucking people for a countdown oh, like yeah. that. No, it took forever for me and Chris just to get it down. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I want to say that, it took that. about like three months before we can actually like get the get the beats down. But no, yeah, that didn't. All right, so Chris, I got to ask you, how did you like uh, the Twitch title? <laughs> uh, I love it. I love this. <laughs> this is that shit came oh, off wow. the top of my head. This is the best one. Now, now Makoto players are going to be held to a, a higher standard. In the uh, case, hygienically, I, otherwise they won't be. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, what this is uh, getting into, in case anyone hasn't seen, I mean, like if you're not if you're not like in the FGC or actively in the FGC, you probably don't know much about it. I know that probably Corey might have heard something about this, Eddie. I don't know how involved you are within FGC stuff. I know that Corey has some history with FGC. I read this whole damn document 15 minutes ago, so I know a little bit about it now. Okay, you know a little bit about it now. <laughs> Okay, I have so, no idea what's going on, but I can only assume, so let's go. I so, mean, I've also ran tournaments, so I, f- I understand this, so let's go. Let's do right. it. So the deal is, is the fighting game community over the last year, especially this year, with everything that happened <laughs> yeah. with the Smash community, and then mm-hmm. the debacle at EVO when we found out that Mr. Wizard was uh, a wizard in other ways, interested <laughs> wizard in... Wizard <laughs> of kid diddling. So yep. you don't want that. You don't. You we don't, don't want, want that. that. Yeah. We don't want that. So what it's really come down to is that a group of and th- this it's it's good for this because a group of um, FGC signatories have come together. I'm assuming led by Ultra David or fronted by Ultra David. Ultra David, if you don't know, um, he's very renowned within the FGC, but he's known okay. as like the legal head or the legal advisory when it comes to running tournaments and shit like that. He wasn't the one that got... Who was the one that took uh, Mr. Wizard's place? That was the guy... I forget his name, but I know that he is uh, why we have GGPO. So he was the He's, one... Him, yeah. him and his brother created the rollback netcode that a lot of um, developers are starting... Like, it was, it was used by MK11 or NRS, mm-hmm. and a lot of other smaller teams... Now, including Arc System Works for Guilty Gear XX Action Core Plus R. So he's got some credibility, and a lot he's of got, people were happy when he got assigned that position. He's got a lot of credibility. But like anything else, there's always going to be detractors. There's always going to be people that are bitching and, and saying, like, you don't have the legal authority to fucking do this. Who the fuck are you? Blah 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 blah. I get it. As always with any with any case, right? There's As always someone that's going to complain. Yeah. As with any case. So let's let's. I just I'm not going to read the whole fucking thing because that's insane. But pretty much what this is is that the signatories have come together and created a code of conduct that they have agreed that they will start utilizing for their tournaments. Now there are certain figureheads that are noticeably missing, and Ultra David did touch on that. Namely, also, I forget his name because I'm terrible with names, but like the people who run Combo Breaker, they're just like, okay, well, why isn't Combo Breaker? Why isn't the people who run DreamHack part of the signatory list? Well, because they were involved in the creation of the Code of Conduct, but then there comes the case of certain 
responsibilities clashing, but then being involved with the code of conduct. So while they probably may adopt this, they can't be signed on as a signatory. But not the case, or not important at the end of the day. What What's important is, what does this code of conduct actually say? This fight, this is the fighting game code of conduct, a set of rules to promote better behavior in fighting game communities as agreed upon by the FGC event organizers, tournament organizers, online chat server coordinators, web platform providers, broadcasters, and other community leaders who are calling the backers. This code of conduct will be led by a group called the COC team tasked with creating, enforcing, and updating both this code of conduct and its own rules. And then they start going in to certain things. They got the objectives where it's just like, you know, we're trying to be as inclusive as possible, which is funny because everyone who signed off on the code of conduct is only from the United States. They didn't get anybody from Europe. They didn't get anybody from Japan or Asia or any of the other larger FGC communities like Latin America. It's all coming from the U.S. So is this something that you're well, going we're to terrible, see? So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was well, gonna say. I'm like, do we hear any of this happening in any of the other countries? Not yet, right? I guess, but <laughs> uh, it's it's easier to hear things happening within your own house than it does in other people's houses. I'm sure that there's like yeah. shit that goes on in other countries. That's true. But at the end of the day, you know, you can create a code of conduct, but who are you to say? Unless they actually buy into the code of conduct, who are you to say to start shit talking someone else's culture? I don't agree with it. Like, I think that what they have listed out over here should be the way that things are handled across the board. But I'm not the type of person to go into somebody else's house and start saying that you need to start doing X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Right. So You read the rules before you go into their house. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what it comes down to. Here we have the rules. And, and, that, that, and that's kind of how it was before this uh, code of conduct came out. It was like every tournament was its own house. Exactly. And it had its own rules. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, due to the events that did happen, it's like the they can't it's not fair for tournament organizers to have to manage that shit and manage turn like it, it's it's a lot. And I, we when we did them here in Arkansas, they were tough. They mm-hmm. were tough to do because basically you kind of have to have and I don't want to use the term police, but you do have to like supervise a lot of things, especially like you have to like call shit out when you see like hey that's fucking fishy or like dude you smell like ass you need to go fucking wash your ass <laughs> i've told many people that i've dude here in uh at memphis boss battles the uh uh what's his name his name was jazz i mean he still streams and stuff like that he said at the turn at the announcements beginning every memphis boss battle and every day they would be like a basically like a player meeting and mm-hmm. he'd be like I just want to, he'd be on a megaphone. He goes, I also just want everyone to know that if you smell like ass, I will walk around you with Febreze and for, spray you the entire time. If you do, like, if you feel like you're offended, I'm sorry, my nose is offended by you. So, and I'm just like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, I mean, it's one of those things, right? It's one of those things, right? Like, it's, uh, uh, it's not common courtesy, but it's common sense, I guess. Hygiene, it should be a, like something that should be normal, and some people just seem to throw it out the door, especially well, in these like tournaments and conventions and things like that. It's just, uh, you know what is, I'm talking about. We, yeah. yeah. No, no, I get what you're saying. The thing is, is that hygiene is usually reserved for certain types of players. Those mm-hmm. are Makoto players. Those are Smash players. Those are Ram players. Play Ramathal, I'm going to assume that you have a fi- fetish. I'm going to assume that you fucking smell bad. I mean, yes, it's it's an Chris, ongoing this is joke. A, this is not trash talking, and I'm going to call the FGC <laughs> COC yeah. if you don't stop this shit. Let's let's get into some of the violations or the the conduct that they are expecting people to do. So here's the thing: 
everything that's on here is more or less common sense. It is just being a decent human being. But the one that has everyone, like, upset and up in arms is 3.1.2. Engaging in malicious bullying, baiting, trolling, or other non-physical harassment or abuse that rises to a level beyond the commonly accepted FGC trash talking. How do you... How do you gauge what is considered to be accepted trash talking? That's what a lot of people were saying. Here, here is my interpretation of how this goes. It fall, And this is just how the code of conduct is going to be adopted. Because I've also said in our server and also I've talked to Boxer Ninja. I was just like, when, when I do tournaments, I'm going to be doing everything based off of what this code of conduct says. Because it has everything plus a little bit more than what I already have in my code of conduct. Because my code of conduct was based off of the Capcom Pro Tour. I took yeah. what they had in there, and I'm just like, this is really do well done. This is very well thought out. I only had to change a few things here and there outside of, like, tournament-based things. What's up, Corey? Uh, I'm trying not to interrupt people as much anymore, so I'm going to be putting my finger up now. Okay. So acknowledge me, goddammit. So yeah. uh, I want to say, first off, I don't really have a problem with this code of conduct at all. I read through the entire thing. I don't know why people are all bitchy about it, but let's think about it again. People will bitch about anything. Yes. So yes. <laughs> anyway, just like that's I, that's how I feel. I'm not going to talk for you guys, but I'm uh, under the assumption that you guys are like, yeah, this is common sh common sense shit. Yeah, I absolutely. I think what it comes down to is that there are there are people who are on Twitter that are just saying like, you can't enforce this. This is a legal like pitfall if you try to enforce this enforce this against us here's the thing there's a little button up here that says adopt it's not on the board of signatories to fucking try to enforce some shit on it and th there's there's the thing is it gets compared to the smash brothers code of conduct or the board of conduct whatever that recently dissolved or went under a couple of months ago and the reason why they went under is because there was a lot of um, controversies between that actual board just outright banning players for really, like, obscure issues. So, for example, they had a player who was a convicted felon. He did his time. He came back. He wanted to get back into the scene. And people in the the scene were like, I don't feel comfortable being around a convicted felon. Now, I believe— What was his felon for, felony for? He didn't kill anybody, from what I understand— did he kill anybody or did he rape anybody? He didn't rape anybody. Yeah. I know. I know that it wasn't rape. But okay, I mean, those are the I two think, main I ones think that you like, want to worry about, I right? I think it was like grand larceny or some shit like that. But he he did his time. Ah, it's fine. He did his time. <laughs> yeah. But and yeah, the, and the board. Problem, the, the problem. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The board turned around and still banned him for life. Well, if if the board if that board shows anything, look what happened in the Smash community with that board instated. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I think that people are up in arms because they don't want to see something along the lines of the Smash Community Board of Ethics or whatever the fuck they're called trying to come down and saying, hey, hey, we're not allowing X, Y, and Z. What this comes down to is that if you if you see the adopt tab over on the FGCOC.com webpage where they have the code of conduct, it's just like, look, it is up to the tournament organizers and the event coordinators to adopt this code of conduct. If you have your own, that's fine. You can go ahead and do that. But if you want to adopt... This is just a blueprint. This is a blueprint of what you can take on. And there there could be people within the COC team members that, th that can get together 
And whether or not they can turn around and make judgment and say, hey, we're going to ban this player, I don't know if the FGCOC has that authority. But what they can do as individual event coordinators is say, no, we're not fucking letting you fucking play here because we are a private entity. You did something fucked up. It may or may not have happened within our event, but we're just not going to tolerate it. And then the individual events can go ahead and handle it from there on. That's the way that I interpret it. Because, like, I'm going to take this as a blueprint. And then when you look at 3.1.2, when it comes to trash talking, I'm pretty fucking lenient on what you can get away with. Just don't be a fucking racist piece of shit. Don't be sexist. Don't yeah. don't go yeah. at somebody for something that they can't control. That's my biggest thing. Like if you were if you were born a certain way, like that's off the table. But if you want to trash talk about like how Grease Master has the shittiest fucking RAM and he just <laughs> he's just trash. He's just absolutely well, fucking garbage. Also, you can go you fucking can just, do that. You can gauge it as a fucking human being. If you're even if you're trash talking someone on like I don't know, something that they ha- can't get down. Let's just for instance, let's bring up the first thing that comes to my mind, lightning loops and with zero in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Sure. Let's just say you can't get it down. You've been you've been fucking practicing your ass off. You get called out in a tournament, and then they just keep harping on it. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yo, this lightning loop motherfucker can't do this shit right. He's a piece of shit. He should go kill himself and all that. That's pushing it far. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. when you say, you know, go kill yourself, that's... That's I mean yeah, and, that's and, a and lie. That's but if you can right? see yeah. if you can see that if your trash talking is like physically you can see that it's physically fucking with the person like really 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 bad you're just like yo man lay off like right. the point's made been the point's been made like you made your point like just back off a little bit but that's the thin line right that's the whole thin line yeah. about that the whole I think thing. that's like, the problem is it, it, where yeah. is that line at it's it's but where, you can find it in certain situations like you said the easiest things it's like don't be don't be a dick don't be racial don't be uh you know sexist, sexist and all that stuff genderist, yeah but all that. yeah but the minute that you start like you say you can start pushing something like that and it's fine up until the minute until you say well you should go kill yourself once you start yeah. saying things or like something that it's like, on all that right, line yeah something in that nature you're just like all right i got to you got to back up and people need to kind of realize like instead of joining like, yeah, you should go kill you. No, 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 dude. You fucked up. Don't say that shit. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean? think he, he someone go. No, I'm good. Go ahead. Okay. So I think what Corey was saying, I think I think the, the go kill yourself slipped up. I think what he was getting at is, is just like when you were hy- harping and being hyper aggressive on someone's play style to the point where you're trying to get into someone's head. Like to me, that passes because that's part of mind games. And mm-hmm. that's not that's not necessarily going after the person. You're going after the, the individual skill set. And at the end of the day, the skill set is tested when you are playing the game. The best way to, talk, to fucking come down on somebody who's been talking shit about the way that you play is to beat them in pools or to beat them in bracket. That's the way that you fucking handle that shit. That's at true, least, but I'm also yeah. thinking about it too. Like, let's say an hour goes by or two hours go by and, like, this person just, like won't let it fucking go person's trying to hang out with their friends and the other person's like yelling from the cross crowd like oh this motherfucker can't do this shit and all that i'm just like okay yeah then at that point that's that's a little bit but i mean to me i'm gonna come down harder if you're outright like breaking a serious rule or borderline breaking a law if it comes down to shit talking i mean like yeah someone should go talk to him and say like okay you made your point you won yeah you won son you won yeah you're all right. Let's see if you get out of losers. So <laughs> exactly, yeah. like at, at a certain point, 
like you don't need to keep on harping on it because once you get beat them in pools or once you beat them in bracket, you don't have to look at them until either one, they miraculously make a great losers run or two fucking the next time you fucking see them because after you beat them, it's over. It's done. You don't have to keep on going back yeah. to it. And this is another thing that goes in. If, I mean, if you're carrying it over into like your personal Twitter bullshit, then you start going into a gray area where it's just like, okay, do we actually police this or not? Nah? Because at that point, I'm just like, that's their fight. That's their fight that they have to handle. And that's their lot, personal platform. And a yeah. lot of Twitter drama, you know, makes for good fucking FGC stories. It does. That's that's the <laughs> we've way reported that, like, on many of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say like the only the only thing that's like not applicable to that is like when you bring up F Champ. And F Champ got banned from tournaments, I believe, for a year. I don't think he got indefinitely banned, but he got banned for a year for saying something on Twitter. Now, it was racist. And he also said yeah. something that was like super fucking homophobic. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'd ban him. I'd ban him. But if you're just going at somebody saying that they're fucking trash, like someone came up to me and said that my fucking soul was trash. If, if someone were to ban them from a fucking tournament, that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. So I think what it comes down to at the end of the day is that this code of conduct is a blueprint and everyone needs to shut the fuck up and fucking just don't be pieces of shit. Don't be pieces of shit. Exactly. Go in there, play like... the game, play the mind games, go talk shit, you know, go, go enjoy your fucking selves and don't, don't do something stupid. That's really just what it comes down to. Stop fucking clutching your pearls over this bullshit. Where is it? I'm trying to find where what bracket or what bullet point is the the hygiene one. I know it's on. <laughs> here. Yeah, but it also it also comes down to the whole thing. And I'm not I'm not trying to defend any of these people that say things like that. But it's just it goes back to the thing that we talk about is some of these people are what they call, you know, quote unquote, basement dwellers have no interaction with anybody, have no idea how to talk her. And they go based off of whatever they see, whatever they've interacted with behind the scene and figure they probably have a circle of friends or, or a group of people that act the same way and think hey we can do this in the outside world without even thinking about it and then it hits the fan and you're just like well lesson learned dude you know yeah uh yeah it's 3.1.15 that says creating a nuisance or hazard by neglecting personal hygiene refusing <laughs> i love that it's in there I love that I can refer to a fucking document now to be like, look, you're so fucking stinky that they had to put a bullet point in here. <laughs> like, that's bad, bro. Like, one of the first things I look at is people's fingernails, and I'm just like, bro, your fingernails are fucking gross. Like, <laughs> like yeah. that's disgusting, first of all. I also really like 3.2 where they uh, uh, they discuss underage participants. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of underage participants, and I like how mm. – they have to be anyone under the age of uh, 16 under the age of 16 has to be accompanied by uh, a guardian, which I fully agree with. First of all. Yeah. I mean, me, I'm not a parent yet, but I'm thinking as a parent, I'm just like, bro, like, why the fuck are you letting your kid go by themselves to that shit? Mm -hmm. Like, like, don't just drop them off. And be like, oh, this is the babysitter for the day. Like, go fuck yourself. First of all, that's bad parenting. But I mean. That's good. I like that that's in there just to be like to help protect because like that was one of the situations was what was it the like 14 year old maybe even 12 years old wasn't it 
uh, the Smash player yes. that had yeah. shit happen with them I too. I think he was 13. That's 13? Like, mm. And everyone, like, I'm not going to get into it because we've already reported on it, but that person, she is a piece of shit for what happened. I don't care what anybody says. She can come at me on Twitter. I don't give a damn. So, Well, I don't, I don't think she's been active. Like, yeah. No, Good. One, no one has said anything about it. I, I think... So. I, I think the problem with it is, man, it's a disconnection between the parents and the child, their um, whatever, and the, the underage person, is that a lot of times, even in this day and age where you would think that people would understand what video games are, what tournaments are, what conventions are, still don't have a certain grasp to grasp to it. And most of the time, what's the culture where like, here, here's the phone, go play and leave me alone. It's the same concept when you go to these places that they're like, they have no idea. They just figure they're going to go out and have fun and hang out with their friends. They don't know what's going on, exactly how big these things are. And they're just like, all right, just call me when you're ready to go. And you're yeah. like, really? I There is um, – I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Um, on the other hand, I would say, like, nobody expects their kid to be abused at a Super Smash Brothers tournament or at a mm-hmm. Super Smash Brothers event where it's, like, Nintendo and everyone's supposed to, like – no, no one, no one expects the predator to be, which is the perfect place to fucking. I was about to say, I think I'm just like that's the playground for a predator. But I, I, like, in my, in my mind, I'm thinking of like this is not my mindset, right? But I'm thinking right. in terms of like the the absentee parent, where it's just like, oh, it's it's just Super Smash Brothers, it's just the Nintendo. You know, they'll be fine. There's nah. nothing could possibly fucking happen. There better be if you're going out there with your friends with a, as a group to go in this tournament, there better be a fucking guardian there that I know personally. Mm-hmm. And if there isn't, I'm there with you. I don't care if it's going to embarrass you. I'm going to be there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that and that's for anything. It, it doesn't matter. Like, let's say this isn't fighting game tournaments. Let's say it's like you have a daughter and it's like pageants or something like that you gotta fucking be there i'm gonna be there for that anything where there's a large crowd like that i don't fucking trust large crowds i've never trusted large crowds like that Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to children it's too easy to swipe kids and shit like that so no i don't care i'm gonna be that dad where i'm like i'm gonna embarrass you i'm not gonna go out of my way to fucking embarrass you but i'm gonna go out of my way to fucking make sure you're safe right yeah like that's the responsibility as a parent and a guardian or just a decent fucking human being so Sorry, I got. No, uh, let me get off a soapbox for a second. No, 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 no. It's it's true though. Yeah, you're good because I mean, unfortunately, and that's the thing is that like, unfortunately, we live in a we live in a messed up world where there are people out there that go to these things specifically for that. You know what I mean? And that's the unfortunate thing. So we have you, to think of it this way, like where we have to be like, we just can't think it's oh, it's Nintendo anymore. We're gonna be like, oh, this happened at the Smash Brothers tournament. We got to make sure this doesn't happen again. How do we go about it? Here we are. You know. Yeah. So I mean, you have Ashton Kutcher, who is fucking Kelso from that '70s show. He's like the, one of the number one hero. people. He's a fucking hero, like making sure, like what was it, like sex trafficking? He's been cutting, like working with like strike forces and shit like that. Yeah. he's like, yeah. created Cut like the security the network. Yeah, he's created mm-hmm. the security network has and has been working with three and four letter agencies within the U.S. and some and some of our allies where they're actively searching and hunting down human traffickers and with specification on kids like fucking fucking warrior so yeah hell yeah hell fucking yeah he's awesome and no i think people are getting their panties in a wad and i think this is a good thing i'm glad that they drafted something up like this Mm -hmm. my biggest concern my biggest concern and that might be because of how the world has been happening lately is i don't want this committee to get tainted if that makes sense 
to where the whole community, like the whole committee, isn't out just this evil blob that lets shit pass. Right. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> no, I agree. And yeah. that comes down to policing their own. That comes down to third party audits. Accountability. That yeah. It comes down to holding each other accountable. So that's yep. what the most important thing is in that regard. Because, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Nothing has ever come up. I don't want anyone to take this out of context or anything. But if, hypothetically, something was to come up between us three, I would want the other two to hold the other one accountable. Yes. Like, that's just how it is. Yes. Like, that's As it how should be, I'm yeah. going to do it. Yeah, how it should be. So, don't fuck with us. No. <laughs> <laughs> but... No, like I said, this is a good thing, and uh, the 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 fucking hygiene thing is great. I love it so much. It's needed, man. It's it's it needed, is. and and the thing about it is, it just doesn't even uh, it just doesn't even apply to just like the participants in the tournament. It just applies to anybody and anyone that's going to be involved in this thing. And I'm telling you, I'm not going to say names, but I've met a YouTube personality that I'm like, bro, you got big numbers on YouTube, and. I did not expect that whiff of a kick in my face when I got up close to you. Never like, meet at, your stars, man. No, dude, like at all. And I was just except like, Dave Grohl. Like, <laughs> Dave, Dave Grohl is always wholesome. That's <laughs> I've told the story how I used to work with someone that just fucking hated Dave Grohl. Yes, and now I'm not. I'm not friends with that person. Good. Anymore. <laughs> Good. He's just like he doesn't sing that good. He's just a piece of shit person. Right, David. Like, David. David. Where? Dave Grohl is an angel who has fell down from heaven and just landed here. And he was just like, okay, whatever, man. I'm just going to sing my heart out here. That's- <laughs> yeah. You know, he does. He has bar. He does barbecuing now, right? Yeah. Uh, back does he now? Barbecue? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. He, he goes and, like, feeds, like, huge function. Well, before COVID. He was, like, right. going and do these huge functions and all that shit. And, like, the dude knows how to fucking smoke a Boston butt. I'll tell you that. Hell, yeah. So. Super dope. Anyway. Good old, good uh, icebreaker, guys. <laughs> so- yeah, right? <laughs> Oh man, sorry. I'm still running on a high. I did a podcast earlier today too. So hell yeah, oh, yeah I, I caught a little bit of that. Yeah, I'm the reason that podcast almost went two and a half hours. <laughs> That's what happens. Like anytime that I'm on there, they're just like, "How do we go over time?" I'm just like, "I don't know. Maybe I just don't shut the fuck up." Maybe Graham. Yeah. Graham has this thing where he just constantly wants to fight me on things. Like just he <laughs> fight me. He wants to have this debate on Breath of the Wild. Because he's just like, the Breath of the Wild, I don't think it's a good game. And I'm just like, bro, I'm going to fucking teabag you. Like, It's not a good game. Oof, I'm it's a great you. game. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. This guy. This guy. Unreasonable backtracking. Yeah. No, no. He just wants to fight me on every single fucking opinion. I think it's because, the, like, the reaction that he gets out of people. Because he knows he can't do that with Scotty. Because Scotty is just like, fucking whatever, man. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows it's just he can like get it out of me. Some people don't just—they're like, all right, whatever. But you're like, no, no, like, no, 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 no. Opinion, what, yeah. what the fuck did you say? <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, let's uh, let's go into weeks. Eddie, what have you been up to? Um, this week I beat Super Mario RPG, okay. and honestly, I'm not gonna lie. As much as I was enjoying the beginning of that game, the last few parts at the end really, really dragged out to the point where I was just kind of debating if I wanted to stop playing it. Specifically, wow. once you're at the final boss, like the final castle for the final star, like just to beat the whole thing. 
because they put you in this whole freaking maze situation where you have to do certain things and certain battles. And I'm just like, it's so fucking tedious that I was just like, you're ruining the experience that I was going with. Like everything, like the beginning part of it was just like, oh, this is easy. This is awesome. Like, this is what an RPG is supposed to like. Why don't we like it? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then they throw in the J aspect of the JRPG towards the end where you're like, it's getting cryptic as fuck. You're going to get lost. You're going to get frustrated. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> Did you say the J aspect of the JRPG? That's racist. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's, are we really, that's interesting. You know what I mean? It's because there's traditional RPGs like the Western RPGs, and then there's like the JRPGs, the JRPGs. Yeah, you know it, the real RPGs, the real <laughs> RPGs. Yeah, you know what I mean. And don't be bringing things like that up, Chris, because you know I mean, like I might have to bring out the beer situation again, and <laughs> and that becomes a whole different thing. And oh, no, Zombie man. Hunter, I did not, I did not fight the optional boss. I did it's not fight interesting the that you say that because I've always heard that it's just like baby's first RPG. Well, that's what I'm saying. The beginning part is baby's first RPG. Like everything. Okay. I collected four stars on my first playthrough, on my first playthrough of yeah. it. That first I was part like, goes right. by really fast. The, the first part. Yeah. Stars number five and six were two separate, like two separate playthroughs. And then star number seven was its own playthrough. And I was just like, I'm telling you, I'm like, I... Towards the end, I was like at a point where I was like, I cannot do, and like the 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 puzzles that they give you because there's like that even, it's not even the RPG aspect at this any point anymore. It's more like they're giving you puzzles and trivia that you have to kind of figure out, and you're like, how the hell as a kid am I supposed to remember this? And as an adult, I'm like, look, I've got a million things running around in my head right now. There's no way I can remember this information. So, but anyways, I beat Super Mario RPG um finally and you know put it on the side uh, i did download scott pilgrim versus the world on steam and i don't know how i feel about it oh god i on. remember this game being such a good game mm-hmm. i remember having such a fun experience with this game keep going and I don't know if it's the Steam version. Shut the fuck up, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's the Steam version. I genuinely don't know if it's the Steam version, but I had a really hard time playing the game. Oh, did you? I had a ex- extremely hard time. Let him talk. Playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because Chris knows exactly where I'm going with this, dude. And 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 mind you, it's not only it's it's. I don't know if it was the whole setup to it. Like I waited till like midnight for it to launch and I like I downloaded it. And first and foremost, I couldn't find where I needed to download it from. It was like from Ubisoft or from Steam or from Epic. I finally went in and ended up going through Epic. And then when I went through Epic, they're like, you got to sign through Ubisoft servers and Ubisoft servers weren't working. So it took me like about an hour before I can actually sign and play the game. And then finally, when I started playing the game, I was just like, all right, this isn't the Scott Pilgrim that I remember. Like, this is not the Scott Pilgrim that I remember. And I, I like I said, I did pre-order the, the Switch version. I only got the collector's one. I didn't go for the $100 one or whatever. I just went for the middle one. I'll go um, into that in my week. So. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where I was just like, and I seen people play it. I saw people play it, and they were having a blast. But I also saw people playing, and they were just like, this game is too damn hard. Like, they're like, this game is too, it's like, the first, they couldn't get past the first part. I managed to get through the first part, like, 
in my first run, but it's it was a struggle. It wasn't fun anymore. To stop you there for a second, people also bitched about like how Streets of Rage was like not like it was like old school and it's like tough. I'm yeah. like, yeah, welcome to actual beat 'em ups. All right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it just it just it wasn't the one that I remember. Like the music is good, the graphics are whatever, it is yes. what it is. All that Sorry, is true. Eddie, I'm also going to interrupt you again, and I apologize for this. You didn't put you your finger up, Danny. You are not vindicated. You are not vindicated. I try not to bring up Chad in these podcast recordings because we want to make it universal for everybody, but you're not vindicated. I'm going to go. I'm going to let Eddie finish. I'm going to let him finish, but I'm going to go into mine, and I'm going to put everybody in their places. Mm-hmm. All right? He, he, so. he, here's, here's the other aspect. Here's the only other thing that I can think of why it made this whole thing different, too. I remember when this first game, the first time this game came out, I did co-op it with a friend, and I'm thinking that's probably yes. the reason why it was a you memorable experience. Because I was like, oh, I was hanging out with a buddy. We were couch co-oping. We were playing together. We had just seen the movie, like blah 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 blah. I think it had came out before the movie or something like that, or after it the movie. It came out right before the movie. Yeah, so it was just one of those things. Like we we went to go see the movie, and then we bought the game, and then we were just like having a blast. So. I, I that's what I'm saying. I don't know, but as as of right now, I'm like 50-50 with that game. I haven't gone back to it. I have not gone back to it. I played the first level and then I was like, okay, cool. It is what it is. People were asking me if I was going to stream it and I was like, no, I'm not going to stream it because everybody else is streaming it and I I'd rather just play the games that I want to play and I went into Skies of Arcadia, which again, a game that I remember from back in the day that I never beat. And I was just like, oh my God, this game is so awesome. I'm loving it. I'm playing it. The characters, like... The, I'm the, glad the we could ruin your childhood, Scott, or uh, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 all this stuff. And then I'm at a point now in Skies of Arcadia where I'm like, I remember why I didn't beat this game. Did, and it's... Are you up to the ship right. battles? Oh yeah, I'm up to the ship battles. I'm up to the ship battles already. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, the, the ship battles, I don't mind. I don't well, have an issue Are you guys saying battles. ship or shit? What do Battle you think, shit. What, what, okay. what do you? I don't know. Do honestly, think? I I think I honestly think it's shit. Is what I think. Pirate it is. ship. Pirate okay. ship. Okay. Yeah. Pirate ship. S H I P. Ship. But anyhow. Gotcha. Yeah. No. I, I'm already up to the pirate ships and all that stuff. Um. When I looked it up on uh, the, what is the website? How long to beat the game or whatever? How long to beat it? How long to beat yeah. it? Damn. How long um, to beat it? How long to beat? Yeah, it said that you could beat this game in about roughly 40 to 45 hours. Mm-hmm. The objective of the game is you got to collect six crystals. Okay. Yes. And I'm still hunting for crystal number two. Mm-hmm. And I've already put 20 hours into this game. And I'm like, either I'm terrible at crypti, like at just this game now. Or I've, or like, I'm just terrible at trying to figure out like where to go in this scenario. Cause I, most of the time, I want to say like 40% of the time, I was completely lost. And I was like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Like, it, the game becomes very cryptic at one point that they're just like, you got to find this gold bird and you got to find this gold human. And you're like, but where do I go and find this? They're like, oh, it's here somewhere. Just go look for it. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, how do how do I know I'm supposed to? So I'm flying around going after battle, after battle, after battle, after battle. And then after a while, I'm like, all right, dude, I'm getting tired of this shit. I'm not finding anything. Let me look it up. And it's just like, oh, it's, yeah, it's right there. And I'm just like, how is anybody supposed to know where that is? Anyways, I digress. And then you get into a battle. You get into a boss battle. And it's like they trick you. They do the whole, 
like Let Dragon Ball Z. Chris. Like this isn't. <laughs> Yeah, like, this is even my final form. And it's not even a final form. It's like, dude, this is a new boss. You're putting me in a boss rush that I wasn't prepared for. You know what I mean? So, I'm at a point where I don't know if I'm going to continue it. I want to. But at the same, because I don't want another game to be like, all right, this was going to go off in the burner. And I'm never going to complete it again. And it is what it is. But um, that's basically been my week. Uh, I've also been setting up some... Um, arcade stuff as i showed you guys i've got i did hold on, get the hold, make hold flash. On. eddie 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 let's let's let chris comment on what you were saying about oh, Star- Sky sure. Arcadia. okay so one i don't know many people on their first playthrough who has played skies of arcadia in 45 hours that is very fast most people mm-hmm. i know finish that game in 55 60 hours on their first playthrough okay. And that's just because of, like, the style of RPGs that have been coming out during that small window. So, I shouldn't say small window. From what I mean is, like, from, like, 1995 to about 2003, JRPGs pretty much flooded the market. (laughs) They call it the golden age of Japanese RPGs for a reason. Because there was just a Mm -hmm. massive amount to have been coming out during the mid to late life cycle of the PlayStation, the Dreamcast, the PlayStation 2... Uh, to a certain extent, the the N64 and even the the Super Nintendo, and then definitely the Sega Saturn, though we didn't see a lot of that. A lot of RPGs during that time were very, very grindy, and pacing has always been an issue with JRPGs in general, especially during that time period. Even some of the most renowned and most like beloved RPGs has portions of like incredulous grind. And yeah. stupid fucking boss rushes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely out of nowhere. And Final Fantasy is one of those games where it's just like, come on, dude. Like, are you, are, when Final do Fantasy I get... Final Fantasy VII? And all of them. All of them have, oh, have this, okay. this, uh, this situation where it's just like you're in this one area and you get hit with boss after boss after boss. And you're just sitting there and be like, when do I get to breathe? That's what the biggest issue is. Like, when do you have that moment of reprieve where you can just sit there and be like, okay, I can decompress from all the stress that I'm feeling. And that's a problem that a lot of JRPGs have, especially during that time period. I have a feeling I know where you're talking about. When I went through my playthrough, I stopped around 20-something hours, and I don't even think I found the second crystal. And I, I, that's because I was grinding on other things. Like, I was trying to, like, just explore the region. But even I had a long, difficult time playing through Skies of Arcadia. That's why when you said you were playing through Skies of Arcadia, I was almost like, yo, have a guide. Because that game is a little bit difficult to navigate through. Um, Oh, 100%. So don't don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Skies of Arcadia is a great game. But I... And and it's not not about feeling bad. It's just more of the... uh how much effort do i want to put into it mm-hmm. cuz i do feel like at the end of at the end of the time uh, at the end of the 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 playthrough through the day i mean i've been putting in like 6 to 7 hours each session and i'm like i'm tired mm-hmm. like i'm like exhausted like yeah. this is crazy yeah and it and, and and when i got that boss rush that's exactly what happened i think i was just like it was one of those things that are like all right we're going to fight this person right now we're going to fight this battleship right now and after we beat the battleship we're going to go ahead and call it a night. Two hours later, I'm still on the first fucking battle. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? A lot like, of the older JRPGs are tough for people like us now to go back yeah. and play like that. It's Especially 
Because I play anything I stream that's long, like even Resident Evil 2 Remake, I'm using a guide. I'm not, when I'm streaming, I'm not trying to be there to be like, I know how this game, no, 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 no. I'm here to show you the game. I'm here to do my first impression of it if I haven't played it before. And then if I wanted to later down the road, even as a kid, I was like, God damn it, this wasted my fucking time. Like, that's just wasted my, <laughs> and that's back when I bought a bunch of strategy guys growing up. I mean, that was game, was it game facts before game facts was a thing. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got Prima no games? time to yeah. be, yeah, I got, yeah, pre-made games. I got no fucking time nowadays to fucking waste that much time on it yeah and that's how and that's how jrpgs back in the day got their like longevity is people are like oh i played this game for 80 hours okay yeah you played it for 80 hours but you could have beat it in like 30 right just you didn't know where to go so that is true yeah and a lot of people i've seen i have seen people that do that too where like they'll have a video guide that they we can't see like they'll have a video guide right here on the side and they're playing it as they're seeing somebody else play it Mm -hmm. yeah and they just so they can get the experience about it but then at that point, it comes down to, I was hanging out in another channel, and uh, we were talking about Earthbound. And Earthbound is a game that I don't think I'm ever going to play at all. I've never played it. I feel like I missed the boat on it. I really don't care for I've it. I've never I played really, it either. Yeah, I really don't care for it. But it's somebody was telling me, and they were just, yeah, somebody was telling me, they're like, maybe you don't have to play it, but you can watch somebody play it. And I'm like, you know what? That makes sense to me. So I can experience that. That whole thing with them. You just got to find the person. Same with Undertale for me. See, that's another one. Yeah, I have no want to play Undertale, but I'll watch people play it. I mean, I've watched Game Grumps play it. I've watched Peach Saliva play it. I've watched a bunch of people play it. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. I got the thing. I don't need to play it. Like, I'm fine with that. Chris, I believe, is opposite of that. I'm more of a hands-on type of person when it comes to RPGs and JRPGs. Because the thing is, it's like, I am so ADHD. That if I'm going to be watching something, <laughs> I can't be reading. Like I have to, I have to like sit down and actually read the words that are on the fucking screen, so I know what's going on. I when I watch streams, I'm usually watching fighting games. I'm watching action games. I'm watching stuff that has like voice acting that doesn't get fucking skipped. When I'm watching yeah. like RPGs, no, I have to play it. Like if I'm watching an RPG, I'm watching it to see you exploit something. Or speedrunning or some shit like that. I'm not that type yeah. of person. Um, so, good to know that if we ever do a, th- a three-person Let's Play, we know who's playing everything. It's going to be Chris. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I get the frustration. Yeah. I have no problem having a guide out as I play games. Fuck what anyone says about just like, oh, you have to you have to experience it all on your own. No, fuck that. I, I have shit to do. Okay, I yeah. that entire playthrough of Elemental Gimmick Gear, I should have paid more attention to the the guide. <laughs> That's the problem. I should have paid more attention to it because I'll talk about it later. But I'm at a point where it's just like I have to play this game off stream in order for me to finish it because I didn't do everything that the guide told me to, and now I'm fucked over. Gotcha. For it. So yeah. I stopped playing Final Fantasy VII. And I was just like, after I played it for like two nights, I was just like. I don't know about this one. I don't know about streaming this one, guys. Well, well, and that's why that's why I think like I I tell people all the time like I, and it happened with Hollow Knight like a lot of people were just like I was like Hollow Knight was not a game that I really was in my radar. I played it because it was recommended, and then I was just like, look, you guys can backseat game. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I need to know where I need to go. So in this case, in, in this in these cases too, where like I'm like I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Like there was a guy, there was a guy. Um, his name was Cream of the Crop. 
came into my channel for the Super Mario RPG, and he's like, dude, I know this game religiously. You let me know, and I will tell you where to go. And I'm like, please do, because I'm not going to try <laughs> to figure out where the hell I'm going to go right now. Right you know on. what I mean? So I don't mind it. Like, there are certain games that like, I think more of the modern games that I would like the surprise factor for it. But in those games, like from the past, don't tell me, as long as you don't tell me what's going to happen in the end or in the story, I'm good. But if you want to guide me in the direction where I'm supposed to go, that's fine. I'm okay with that. So I just need somebody to come in from, that's a fan from Skies of Arcadia that knows exactly where I need to go and be like, all right, bro, you're my buddy from now on. Let's go. I get you know it. what I mean? Yeah, I get yeah. it. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to. The other thing I wanted to show off right now for the, uh, for the listeners that can't see what I'm showing on screen right now. Is the Mayflash Arcade Stick F300 that I got. Works on everything, including PlayStation 5. Oh, it yeah. does work on the PlayStation 5. Um, as long as you have your PS4 connected to your PS4 controller connected to it, which is weird. Yes. Yeah. That, so here's the thing about these sticks, and that's something that I didn't really mention to you or Zombie Hunter, who is another person that I recommend getting that stick. That does not have an SOCD cleaner. An SOCD cleaner is pretty much like your cardinal direction cleaner. So theoretically, you can press left and right at the same time at, or at any time that you want to, and both inputs will be registered. That doesn't sound like a big deal to you, but if you play Guile, if you play May, if you play any charge character, you can throw out sonic booms and projectiles all fucking day, or you can do your fucking DPs easily all fucking day. And there's a reason why... Those sticks are actually banned in official tournaments. Oh. And, this, and this is something that I was talking about with Zombie Hunter because you can map those those sticks to do whatever it is that you want to. We permit them because it's kind of difficult, especially when you're a newer player. It's really difficult to take advantage of those capabilities on those sticks. So that's why I didn't necessarily give a shit. Yeah. Now, it's still a good stick. But another one of the really annoying and a very things, good price point and a very good price point, a very but great price. Point. Yeah, annoying it's on sale thing. on Amazon for like fifty five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the annoying things about the F300 and the F500 is that you have to plug in another controller in order for it to work. And mm -hmm. it's it's just it's something weird. Like, I don't know. Like me, I usually play on PC now. I very rarely play uh, fighting games on consoles unless I have like people over the house. But it, it's just it's just a weird little gimmick or a little facet to playing on those sticks don't get discouraged by it. i it's a great stick. oh no it's a great yeah, no, with not a pc stick. you don't so with the pc you don't have to do that because no. the pc doesn't have like a de facto right. controller yes. and even and even, then, and even and even then it's one of those things where like it works directly with the ps4 perfect mm -hmm. that's fine i can play all my fighting games on there the mm -hmm. option is if i want to play it on the ps5 which i don't have any games for the ps5 that are going to be adaptable to it right now unless i do some of the beat-em-ups on there but the objective the point why this arcade stick is here is because i want to start showcasing the arcade games that we grew up with when we were able to go to arcades and stuff like that so the shoot-em-ups the beat-em-ups the fighting games all that stuff is going to be done from the pc anyways so someone's been talking to mr scoot is what he's been doing <laughs> actually i've been talking to the combat king the combat king ah, is the one yeah yeah the combat nice. king is the one because he he does that all like he has the arcade cabinets in the back of his of his mm -hmm. uh, room and he's always showcasing like the uh shoot -em ups and beat -em ups and mortal Kombat games so then i started talking to him and he's just like what he wants to do is kind of start doing like teaching more of the arcade to the world that the people don't know 
And I'm like, and like, if Fair you want to have an authentic, if you want to have an authentic experience, you need a joystick. You know right. what I mean? The bonus right. is that I can use it on every other system and play the fighting games that I have. Street Fighter X Tekken, Marvel vs. Capcom, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Street and, Fighter um, X Tekken was the first game to come out of your mouth. That's, yeah, it's, that's it, crazy. Street Fighter X Tekken is a great game that mm-hmm. I miss playing on my PS3. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad that people are realizing that that game is not bad. <laughs> that's, it's not. That's, that's my thing. Oh, no. There were, there's there's a lot of history when it comes to Street Fighter. There's a lot of hate second. for that there's game. There's a lot of hate for that game. <laughs> a lot. But the thing See, is, it's undeserved. Yeah, no, I've, I've always been a big fan of the Cross series. So, like, one of the ones that I want to play, and I'm going to end up getting it on the PS3 if it's still available digitally, is uh, Capcom versus SNK2. Okay. Like, I can't wait to play that one. And then there's also SVC Chaos. But once again, if I start doing the arcade thing from the PC, then I know I'm going to be having access to some of those games anyway. So I'm going to let you know right now, I have, I've dabbled with a lot of emulators for every system. MAME, if you're going to do anything like that on the PC, is some of the... Talk with Combat King. He's probably got a lot mm-hmm. more information than I do. But God damn, do I have some of the hardest trouble trying to get shit to work with MAME. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, so if you find oh, yeah. stuff out, I'm interested. Yeah, sometimes it's <laughs> yeah, easier sure. to just go take a, a console version of the arcade game. Yeah. I well, tried... when you're trying to play Alien vs. Predator, you can't do that. You so. cannot do that. <laughs> yeah. That is true. That is true. Anyway. Right on. I'm happy that you yeah. got your sick. If, uh, if you have yeah. any questions, if you if you decide to like take it a lot more seriously, the Mayflash does not have the best parts in it. And if you don't want to invest in buying a whole new stick, we can start talking parts. And gotcha. get you some buttons are really easy to switch out. Buttons are easy to swatch. To yeah, switch out I've always leaders. seen that. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I've Go always seen people walk. about it. So yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it. Like I said, like I was using a a, a Hori fighting mini stick before, and I I it was like very minimal that I dabbled in it just because I felt like it was a cheap buy, but at the end of it, it was just kind of too small. It didn't feel like a legit arcade stick. Mm-hmm. So this one I'm right. really excited for. And like I said, the only thing I got to figure out now is how to set it up in the little small area that I got, but. I'll deal with that when we get there. But yeah, that's been my week. That's been basically it. Oh, I did get Streets of Fire also. I don't know if I talked is about that a movie? this. Uh, a movie? I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I've never Streets of Fire. Turn it up to the camera? Yeah, Streets of oh, Fire. Oh, this is the Willem Dafoe one. Yeah, the Willem Dafoe one. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, I, yeah. apparently, this movie came out, I think, in 83? 84. Walter Hill directed it, which also directed uh, The Warriors back in 79, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And yep. But accor- according to people, Streets of Fire is a big inspiration for not only the Proto Men, the music group. I mean, look um, at the cover. Yeah, the cover yeah. looks like their second or third album. Yeah. Second and, album. Second yeah. album. Yeah, yeah. And, and basically, this also apparently inspired like Double Dragon and like the following yep. beat-em-ups because like, it has like yep. very similar mm-hmm. characters. How old is in that there? movie? In 84. Oh, wow. Oh, 84. Yeah, 84, yeah. It's probably like 19 years, but I'm off like 10 or something like that because supermarket sweeps, right? But anyhow. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking dirty, bro. That's Let's go. fucking dirty. I don't know what's going on with these last three weeks, but I've got people fucking busting my balls in the Scrubverse universe, and I don't know what's happening. We need to go back to talking shit on Chris all the time. Hey, man. It's, it's, go go talk to the editor. Go talk to Harder. Fuck you, man. Eddie. 
So yeah, no, so I'm I bought, curious. I've never seen that movie, so I'm. Curious I've never seen it see. either. Yeah, I've never, yeah. I want. I want to set up a movie night, and I thought this edition came with a digital edition, and unfortunately, it doesn't. But I'll probably just end up buying it on Amazon because it's like five bucks or something like that. Oh yeah, rent that. YouTube has a lot of shit too that you can rent. When we were doing our, uh, we did a weekly movie night in Discord. And yeah. uh, that's basically Chris would host it and just rent the movie from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. watched the Warriors, and I, yep. I loved it. I think Chris really enjoyed it too. It's it very seventies. It's a good ass. Oh movie. no, it's the Warriors 70s, is a great movie, the, but it's the, very the thing, fucking good. Dude, the thing with the Warriors is like I had no idea what that movie was until Rockstar was like, "Hey, we're releasing a game called The Warriors based on the nineteen seventy That game's movie. so good. <laughs> fucking great game, dude. Great game. I still have my PS two copy. I still have my PS2 copy, and I downloaded the HD version for the PlayStation 4. That Fun, game is I, good. Dude, so I got into the Warriors so much. I have a Warriors tattoo. I actually do have a Warriors tattoo. Oh, nice. Like, on my chest, like, right here. Like, after watching the movie, I was like, yep, I got to go get a tattoo. And I got the Warriors, ta- like, logo right here on my chest. Sick. I'm glad there's someone else that likes goofy-ass tattoos as much as I do, because... I'm telling you right now, when COVID calms down and I get my vaccine and go, I'm getting tatted the fuck up again. Like, I'm so ready for it. I yeah. got the itch when I got the Gurren Lagan tattoo. And uh, there, I got the itch with that. And I just wanted more of them. So let's do this shit. I got a really yeah, no. cool idea for a Breath of the Wild Chica Slate one. That's nice. That's dope. So, you know, I got, no, I'm I got curious. Play. I'm, I, I want to watch that too. I'm curious uh, yeah. on what that movie's about. Right on. Yeah, so, me too. Awesome. I mean, and, and it's got a it's got a cast of characters you know too. What? It's just what's we have we haven't we, we haven't done this in a while, but I'm adding it to the watch party list. What we still we have a huge list of watch party yeah. movies yeah. that stopped probably five months ago. So the last one we watched was the Warriors. Was that the last one? I'm pretty sure because we watched so with we watched Alien, we watched Warriors, we watched uh, Heavy Metal. Which, after a while, I realized that movie doesn't hold up as no, well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Heavy Metal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. else? We watched, we watched more than just three movies. No, we it watched was... Jay and Solid Bob Strikes Back? Yes, we did. That was another one. You loved it. You'd never seen it. Nope. you never was... seen and I had... Jay and Solid Bob? No, oh, wow. That yeah, movie and I hadn't seen it fantastic. in years, and I was so happy with it. It's so good. But the whole reason we did this was because Chris doesn't watch movies, really. Mm-hmm. So we were like, let's show Chris what movies are out there. But we just got busy and we stopped doing it. So it happens. No, it, it happens. Yeah, yeah. No, it does happen. It I mean, like e- even in, even in the community, a lot of the things that I talk about all the time, a lot of the things that I talk about all the time are just like stuff from like the '90s and the '80s. And I'm like Rambo, Rocky, RoboCop, Terminator, and there's people that have no idea what I'm talking about. They're just Welcome like getting older. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I mean this 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 happens all the time. We're in like 2003. There was somebody that came in and they're like, "When did this game came out uh, for Skies of Arcadia? I'm like, oh, this version came out in 2003. They're like, oh, I was born in 2005. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, fuck. Welcome to the world of getting older. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck. Or what was that joke, right? What was that joke that uh, that was going online right now where somebody was trying to buy um, like alcohol? They were trying to buy a beer. And they're like, let me see your ID. And he's like trying to pull it out. And they're like, okay, I don't need to see any further. I saw the number. He's like, I saw the one on there. And he's like, yeah, the one. And I'm like, we're in 2021. Technically, anybody born in 2000 is technically. Oh, my God, you're right. (laughs) I forgot who said that. Yeah. And I was just like, what My brother will be 21 this year. Yeah. Mm Because me and my brother are 12 years apart, and I'll be 33. So there you go. So we're at that point. We're at that point where, like, if if your number, if your ID has a 19, you're good. Yeah. 
you're legal. <laughs> Sick. That's crazy, man. Sick. Yeah. But that's my week. That's been my week. Now what it just comes down to is that if you get carded, you have that that feel-good sensation. It's just like, yeah, I still look like I'm young. Yeah. I don't get carded anymore. I still do. Because <laughs> they say I have a baby face. I do from those nervous ones, just in case, that obviously had just gotten in trouble for not carding someone. Mm-hmm. So now they're carding everybody. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. carding the 75-year-old that comes in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Corey, what have you been up to? Oh man, a whole bunch of shit. Let me pull up my uh let me pull up my document. I know the first thing I talked about earlier was I was playing or not playing, but I was on the Mega Visions podcast this yes. week. It was fun. It was nice to talk with Graham and Scotty again. Uh like I said, I I think I brought uh uh I'm not going so I'm going to go into this and I don't want anyone to think that I'm talking shit on the podcast layout. I'm just critiquing and I think it's okay to critique things. Okay. Uh, Graham is very – he's very methodical and very oriented with how he wants things to work. And I, I respect that. But if anyone's listened to our podcast, you know how we fucking do things. So I got in there, and I think Scotty's week ended up being – I think the weeks were supposed to be like 30 minutes. Scotty's week was 40 minutes. So <laughs> that it's just how it is. It's how it happens. Yeah. But the podcast overall – it's very solid. I would suggest them, and I know Scotty listens to this too. And I, I and this is, comes from a place of love. I, I, I think they should not interact with chat as much. I think what they do there over there is they, they welcome everybody and also say goodbye to everybody. And I'm just like, can't do that as much. Uh, it doesn't sound like a very solid podcast, but. I also don't know what the fuck I'm doing with a podcast either. So I'm surprised we've made it to 78 episodes. So. That's just how it is. But we talked about, and we were actually all on the same page. We talked about the the abysmal announcement that Sega did for the Puyo Puyo 2 or Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, where they were just like, so the whole thing was they were hyping up like, there's an announcement coming. They teased the Sega, the old Sega logo with Sonic running by and then running back. And everyone was like, oh shit, it's going to be Sonic Mania 2 and all this other shit. You want to talk about a cock tease. Yeah, we were we, we talked about it. You should go listen to their podcast. It's, I don't want to like rehash what I said. If you want to feel our or if you want to listen to our responses about it, go listen to their podcast when it comes out. It should be like episode sixty six or sixty seven or something like that. But we're all on the same page that it's some bullshit. Yeah. So one hundred percent. Like I don't even have to say anything. I trust y'all's judgment because I'm right in there in that boat with you. That was some mm-hmm. bullshit. Now, don't get me wrong. I went out and I bought the game specifically so that I can have Sonic as my partner. But the whole marketing behind that is fucking bullshit. I love Tetris and Puyo Puyo. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Oh, That's We go into that. We're like, there's some people that bought this just because Sonic's there. And you're one of them. So... <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, other than that, I have been... I guess I got the itch again. I've been watching Giant Bomb's Mario Party parties. Yes. Uh, I I started this week with, I think I started on Monday. I started with Mario Party 1, and I'm up to Mario Party 6 already. And, uh, Eddie, for you, I don't know if you know this, but Giant Bomb is, I don't know if you know who Giant Bomb is. They're yeah, I know who Giant Bomb is. Yeah. Okay. Well, they back in 2013, back when Dan Riker and uh, a couple other people were still, I think Brad Shoema- uh, Shoemaker and... Uh, Jeff Gersman from the four that were playing are still there, but Dan and Drew, who I think Drew was one of their, he's the the guy that for people that don't know the meme of the guy that blinks and like looks at something again, that's yeah. Drew. 
That's him. <laughs> and uh, he was like the production head production guy and all that. But anyway, Dan Riker got them to sit down, and they're like, we're going to play a 50-turn Mario Party. And they ended up doing every Mario Party game. I think they did all 10. They might have done nine. They did all the way up to nine. I think they – I don't know if they did 10. But I'll, I, 10 is a rough game. I think nine's a rough game when you're in the same fucking car. That's I mean, it, yeah, yeah, that's ten. yeah, nine. That's that's uh, nine. Ten is the one that's on the Wii U. Nine is the last one that came out on the Wii, and on the cover of it, you could see everybody's in the same car. Then that's something that they carried over into ten because I distinctly remember playing ten. Yeah, nine. The, I nine never the played cover, ten. Yeah, nine is the Wii cover. The Wii cover, they're all in the same car. Yeah. So ten. 10 is the one that has, like, Bowser on the front, and it's mm-hmm. like, our ami- Amiibos mm-hmm. work with this shit. I didn't know that 10 had that shit, so that sucks, too. Yeah. But I will say Super Mario Party is fantastic. I love that game. That game's great. Uh, anyway. So. Anyway, I've been watching that, so I've been doing having that in the background and all that. So, But the reason I bring it up is because, gentlemen and everybody listening, I have completed the layout and gotten all of the of Mario Party. <laughs> so I now have Mario Party 1 through 9 ready to go and I am going to be the scrub versus Dan Riker and we're going to play 50 turns of Mario Party. Oh god, when are we single. starting this? So here's the thing, it, I think all of our schedules kind of work together, but we have to double check with Scotty. Scotty is going to be our fourth. We can't ha- we can't just do 3. Right. Scotty does want to join in for the first one to see if he can handle it. This is going to be him testing the waters. After this one, he might bitch out. We don't know yet. I would love to start it this week because I'm actually changing my entire streaming schedule up to where I'm going to be streaming Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays now. And I'm taking Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays off because I got school. Right. So, gentlemen, you let me know because the only thing we have to test is make sure that there is no parsec lag. Other than that, we are gravy and ready to go, gentlemen. Okay, yeah. Uh, this week, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm down. We can even make this like a Friday night, like a Friday night party type of thing. I'm down for Well, Friday we have night. to take it. I was going to say we have to take it into account because that is, that's when you do fighting games. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that to interfere oh. with that stuff. Well, I, I'm open. I, I'm, I'm You open. have to a lot. You have to a lot at least a minimum of four hours for these streams. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm okay with Thursdays. I'm okay with Thursdays if you guys want to do that. Thursdays like, are, a, are a mega. We can talk. We'll talk about scheduling okay. after the podcast recording. Sounds but good. For everyone listening, that is going to be. I would like to do it. I don't know how often we can do them without fucking killing each other, <laughs> but we have to see how the first one goes. Right. And uh, but I'm very proud of my layout. I haven't shared it with the Discord members yet. I've shared it with you guys, and I'm very happy that we all now have emotes of our heads. So that came into play and worked, but I'm very excited about this, and we're gonna do 50 turns of every one of them. Hell yeah! And it's going oh to my be God. fucking it's be great. terrible. <laughs> uh, by the way, gentlemen, you guys can set up. I have set up a layout for my stream. I am not doing a layout for y'all stream. If you want to stream it, you we're guys take, have to come up with something. No, we're taking your stream, your layout. <laughs> no, you're not. Your layout. I will generously give it to you and let you guys use it, but. Yeah, I'm excited with it. Uh, for people that are wondering, it's going to be the same four-person layout as our showcase on this podcast does. So it's going to be fun. I was playing it. 
I was play I had I was testing each of the games to make sure they worked. And the first one, I played an entire round. I played 20 I played a 20 game or 20 uh what is it? turn game and uh I used to say that game is a game of like complete luck and no skill whatsoever. I don't know. No. I don't know anymore. No, no, no. No, no, no. No. Uh from Mario Party 1 to Super Mario Party. Okay, so in our household, Seth is the champion of the obscure fucking video games and Mario Party. So not only okay. is he like a god at custom robo, he is a god at fucking Mario Party. Just, just we need to let him talk to Connor. Just then. like, just like, yeah, yeah. Those two need to fight. But no, every single game of Mario Party that I've ever played with Seth in the house, I have won all the mini games and still lose. I will still fucking lose every single fucking time. So that was going to be my argument was there's skill to the mini games. Yes. But then there's not skill to anything else. Yes. <laughs> they, it, the game is bullshit. That's what I have to say. I, I'm so ready. <laughs> I hate Mario Party. I'm doing this because uh, I love you. But I hate Mario Party. <laughs> it's going to be real interesting up until – I mean, I'll, I, mean I, I made a joke earlier, but obviously with how COVID is, yes, we're emulating it. That's just how I can – that's how it has to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm very curious when it goes up to six because six starts using the microphone. No, seven but starts it's, using it's, the microphone, and it's optional. You don't have to. Yeah, do it's it. optional. Yeah, you don't need okay. it. Okay, then I'm yeah. also really – I'm interested because Dolphin is a fucking immaculate emulator. Yes. Apparently, and I have to test this, but you can hook up Wiimotes to your PC. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. That's how you, you play can, the, uh, the Wii games. That's how we're going to have to do those when we get to the Wii ones. Okay. So you got time is what I'm telling you. So. Right on. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's why I wanted to bring that up. The other thing is, I do have I don't really have much pickups this this week. But the only pickup I do have, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Eddie. Be before we move on, before we move on, <laughs> yes, um, yes. I I'd like to at this point call Mario as a character for the game. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I don't like Mario. <laughs> I I would prefer DK, but DK stopped being a character after three. So I'll probably do DK up until then, and I might switch to like Wario, or I'll switch to something else. I don't care. Yeah. So, that's it. Uh, that's fine. All right. Uh, the, I don't. I like how you're calling a character, and it literally doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it does matter. It matters. It does in matter. Super in Super Mario Party. That shit matters. There's a tier list. It it's Super Mario Party. In Super yes. Mario Party is a fucking tier list of that goddamn game. Yeah. Also, we're not going to be doing Advance or the DS. We're not going to be doing any of that shit. We're not. We're not. We're going to be doing the main ones. Okay. That's fine. But anyway, the next thing I got, and I completely forgot that I fucking ordered this, was I got my Lupin the Third, the first movie, my Steelbook Edition, which is the Blu-ray. It's the new CG Lupin the Third movie that came out. We've probably all seen this uh, videos and clips of this on Twitter, and we're just like, yo, what the fuck is this? This looks great. The one thing I will say, the, the hallway scene where he's jumping around the lasers and all that stuff, that's probably the one where a lot of people have seen it. And uh, I haven't watched it yet. I plan to watch it this week. And uh, but this thing is fantastic. It comes with the Blu-ray and DVD. It comes with I haven't opened these, but these are postcards with each of the characters like nice. portraits on them. That's cool. And the movie comes with a quote unquote strategy guide. Like it's basically just like a character breakdown of who all the characters are in the movie okay. and all that stuff. Oh, that's but cool. It's something they didn't have to put in there, but it looks really it's like great. Art it's got art like CG art, regular art. All this stuff. So I'm really excited to watch this movie. Zenigata's my favorite. He is the inspector. 
He's he's the fucking greatest. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I will watch it this week and I will give you guys my thoughts on it on the next podcast. Hell yeah! So good shit. The games that I've played this week, I played Celeste and Enter the Gungeon for Indie Night. Celeste is a fantastic game. I'm very upset that I slept on it. That game hits some fucking emotional undertones, man. Let me tell you, it it has already addressed like anxiety and panic attacks and like boosting your ego to make like helping people to make you look like the better person and shit like that and i'm only on like the fourth main level and i'm just like holy shit this is a i understand why this game got indie game of the year so and i'm not even done with it yet so it's a very good game i recommend people that haven't played it to play it. i also rounded out the night because i got kind of tired i got to a good stopping point for celeste but i didn't want to end so i just started playing enter the gungeon again that game's fucking phenomenal. If you guys have never played it and you like like Binding of Isaac kind of games like like rogue games like twin that, stick shooters, Binding, yeah, twin stick shooters with uh, random generated dungeons and all that stuff. Enter the Gungeon is probably one of my top five up there. It's it's really 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 good. A surprise, Devolver Digital made it, and Devolver Digital makes a lot of good shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> but. And then, uh, luckily, I got uh, Solid Yuna and Zombie Hunter joined me on Monday night for the Monster Hunter Rise demo. Nice. And that, that game's fucking great, man. I'm going to tell you right now, Hunting Horn's busted as a motherfucker, and I'm going to be maining it. So Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really good. We got some good clips out of it. Yeah, thank you, uh, Yuna, to getting us some clips in the Discord. The Triple Cart one was fantastic. I was just like, what happened? Why the mission over? Did we all three just die? And like, <laughs> like yep. Raytheon wrecked our assholes, so <laughs> that's terrible. That's what I that's what I love about that game is you're just like you get cocky. It's very Dark Souls. You get cocky or you get greedy and you get fucking punished for it. Is what happens. Nice. And I love games like that. That's one of the reasons why I love old school Mega Man games. So I got two more things I want to talk about. So going back to what Eddie said, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game, the complete collection. Uh, <laughs> Scotty, myself. Scotty's friend Alex and my friend Alex, who is known as Busta Wolf in the uh, in the Discord, mm-hmm. he doesn't mind. It's fine. We can say his name. He has like five different names that we call him. So, uh, but we played it, and it was very. It's the game is still good. We still like the game. But I don't know if it was just because of launch day. I don't know if it was because of PS4. But the net code, I don't even want to say the net code. It was the desyncing that was absolutely abysmal. We played it for three hours, and we only actually finished one level without some kind of desyncing issue to where, like, we would get a desync issue, and, like, one of us was just, like, down in the corner, and we're like, what's going on? He's like, I'm still fighting five guys, and you guys aren't doing anything. And we're like, oh, everyone's dead on our screen. And we're just like, (laughs) god damn it. Wow. And I want to say, like, fuck, is this how the game is going to be? But then I watched Final Boss stream it on Switch the other night, Mm -hmm. and he had zero problems. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the PS4 version or if it was just launch day. It's I had heard heard that the PS4 was having a lot more issues than the Switch. Okay. Then I would like to play it again. Because I I got the KO edition. I'm going to go into that as well. But I got the KO edition on Switch. I, I plan to buy it on PC as well because it's like 15 fucking dollars. I don't care. I love the game. Going back to what Eddie said, and this is I'm going to touch on this a little bit with what Chris said as well, too. The game is very hard in the beginning. Yes. But, Scotty, we also discussed it a little bit. It's a game. It's a beat-em-up where you have to grind a little bit. And some people don't like that. 
That's perfectly fine. And uh, the game gets better once you level up and you once once you unlock all of your stuff. Once you understand the upgrades that you need to buy and all that stuff, I can understand why some and I can understand why Eddie, you were like, maybe I'm on the fence about this now, and that's fine. We're all allowed to our own opinions, Chris. And <laughs> yes, I still yes. I still fucking love the game. That's okay. I understand. I still understand that they're, it's tough. It's tough in the beginning. You're just like, oh, I just got juggled right when I woke up. Like, that's not fair. Like, by an enemy and all that stuff. It's fine. It's Everything is fine, is what I will say. I still love the game. The soundtrack is amazing. I want you guys to guess in the last week how much money I've spent at Limited Run Games website. Just ballpark it real quick. $300. Eddie? $301. This isn't fucking the price is right, motherfucker. It is for me, all right? Eddie's the closest without going over. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Let's go. I have spent spent a total of $550. Jesus fucking Christ. So I bought the KO edition this week. Wow. I've got PayPal credit, so don't – so fuck off. (laughs) Bro. But I, I I bought the KO edition, which is about $140. I bought the pin set, which was a hundred. I bought. I accidentally bought two hoodies. I I bought a hoodie first, and then I forgot that it was in my cart when I bought it when the game, uh, the KO edition uh, release. Chris, is this all Scott Pilgrim bullshit that you bought it at LGR or LRG? Majority, a majority of it. So anyway, 150, 100, that's 240. The hoodies were probably the plus size hoodies were 37 each. I bought the t-shirt which was 25. I bought the vinyl t-shirt combo which was 55. And then I bought the Panzer Paladin complete edition which was 80. I bought the vinyl which was 45 and then I bought Fight and Rage and the OST on Switch for like $45. So I have spent a good amount of money. limited run games is not getting any of my money for a long time. So <laughs> you say that, and then they release some like wild ass shit. Oh, and then they're like, "Hey, we did a a new updated of uh, Legend of Dragoon or something like that." I'm looks like ah, fuck. Uh, yes, Eddie. I would buy question. everything. Did you not? Did you not get the the game fan bundle that comes with all the shit so, that you just mentioned? If you look at it a little bit harder, the game fan bundle does not come with everything that is in the KO edition. What's missing from the KO edition? Uh, the KO edition comes with the physical. Uh, it comes with the strategy guide. It comes with the map. It comes with the CD, the cassette. It comes with uh, oh, the stickers, the drumsticks. I see. Uh, okay. All that's the trading cards, all that stuff. And I was just like, I had already bought a bunch of the stuff that was in that package before the package was announced. Yeah. So I was like, okay, never mind. I don't want that because that that package is four hundred dollars. Yeah. But yeah, PayPal credit. I'll get you paid off in six months, buddy. So <laughs> there you go. They got a lot of my money, but it's something that I love, and we do. We spend a lot of money on the things that we love. So you'll be okay. I'll be all right. And then the last thing is the food truck planning has gone. I, the gas has been pushed on it. Like I am in full fledged. I was talking to Chris about it last mm-hmm. night a little bit. We have been looking around. We found we. We found the perfect food truck for us within, way within our price range. But then we thought, man, we don't have any money yet. But that is exactly what that's, 
it's the food truck that we would want. It's down in San Antonio. Like I would fly down. Well, is that the before, one that you sent me uh, pictures on? Yeah, it was one of the two. That it was the first one. Yeah, I sent, that's not the bus. that's a nice. The first one is a the nice. bus is nice too. I'm half tempted to just fucking buy bro, a rundown school get bus. Get the fucking bus, bro. And just be like, yo, because the bus is going to have, you got all the fucking seats out mm-hmm. of it. It has so much fucking Well, room. you'll have so much room, too. Everyone's going to be like, yo, what food truck do you want to go to? They don't have to say a name. They're just like, yo, the fucking bus. Let's go eat yeah, at the fucking bus. The- also, I looked it up. You don't have to have a CDL to drive those because they're not, you're not transporting passengers. Nice. Oh, nice. You could just so have they- a regular driver's license to drive it. So, question. This is when you said the food truck thing. I thought it was going back to the thing we talked about last week when they offered you. So, I will give an update. So, okay. I decided I I called them the food truck that had offered me a position. I canceled it. I, I didn't cancel, but I declined it. I told her that it would just be too much on my plate right now, and she understood. I told this to the burger place that I always go to, which is May May's Burgery. I told them this, and they were like, "We're looking to open up another truck too, and we really like you." And I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> Like, how am I so desirable? It's so hard to be this desirable. But uh, with that food truck, though, I would probably, like, try to work with it because I really like that food truck. But I'm very confident in my goal this year is opening up your own. I would buying our food truck. That is the goal. I I mean, and some people I will. I don't mind divulging this information. I won't divulge the monetary amount that it is in my retirement. But I, I do have a retirement that I've been accumulating for six years. Uh, it's just, you know, match this certain – you put this certain percentage in, the company matches this much. Mm-hmm. So I am thinking, and we have not done like – gone forward with this, but it is an option about cashing that out and using it to create our food truck and all that stuff too, which I have no problem with. But the first things first is we're, we've got our menu halfway done. We're working on the other half of the menu. We're working on uh, my. Well, luckily, my wife works for an accounting firm, so they know how to help us do business plans. So it's perfect. It's also a situation too where the government, due to how the world is right now, they're giving out. They're not giving out, but if you apply for a small business loan, you're more than likely going to get it if you have good enough backing behind mm-hmm. it. So. My thing is, like, do I want to have a loan that I have to pay on, or can I just, like, cash this out, buy it outright, and then just start putting back into my retirement right away? Because I'm looking at it like I'm not retiring for another fucking 33 fucking years. Like, that's how it's looking for me. Like, that's just how it is. But my wife also said, she goes, well, if we become successful food truck owners and we can retire really early. I was like, well, that's the fucking dream, isn't it, baby? So, (laughs) (laughs) but... It's just what it is, uh, but I got to re – I got it what, – what do I want to say? I got my thoughts like that kindling refired this week because we did – for school, we did a meet the chef kind of thing where they were like, okay, we're going to make wings. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is my fucking wheelhouse. And they were just like, I made wings and chips, and I made them in the, the fryer at the, at the school, and everything came out perfect. That was my biggest problem was I at home – I'm frying shit in a Dutch oven, and to try and do that is really hard. To You have to regulate the temperature. Mm-hmm. You can only put a certain amount of food into the oil at a time. With a fryer, that shit stay. If you put it at 350, it's going to stay at 350 no matter what. Yeah. And I made wings and uh, homemade chips, and they came out perfect. I'm just like, oh, this is like fucking – I have it now. Like I, ha- like I understand like 
I've got sauces down. I've got recipes down and all this stuff. So I won't bore you with it too much more, but shit's a go this year with it is what's going to happen. Hell yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, it's it's no more sitting on my thumbs and all that shit. But other than that, that's all I did this week. Right on. Okay, so what 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 did my bitch ass do? Um, <laughs> I I participated in I I saw this. Oh. I think I saw this on Wednesday, and it just randomly popped up. I think it was because I was following Guilty Gear on Twitter, and this this random. Twitter guy was just like, hey, we're trying to run East Coast Guilty Gear tournaments. We want to see how active the community is. And I was just like, bet, let's fucking go. <laughs> it's called the Goober Gear East Coast Tournament. <laughs> the Goober Gear. The fucking Goober. I, I, and I, I, when I sign up, I'm just like, are you fucking serious? This is the best name that you could fucking come up with. Whatever. I don't care. And <laughs> Who's a goofy goober, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So I know what Chris is going to talk about, and I'm going to let him say it before I talk, call him out. So go ahead, Chris. So here's here's the deal. Fucking, I, I participated in the tournament. I went one and two. They had some serious competition in there. Fucking, they had Glacial Rain. Glacial Rain is a fairly well-known uh, X-Hard player. Aether Religion is a very, very, very well-known Zappa player for Axie Core Plus R. RTW is another really strong player. Um, I was set up to go play against him had I won my second match, but I lost against a guy named Racy, who's also a very, very good Elfelt player. And I don't think, I don't know if I showed um, Corey, but the Elfelt player was just like insane. Absolutely <laughs> fucking disgusting. I got into the corner. I did not leave. Two fucking 13-hit combos just, just L-fell, just so fucking oppressive. It's not even like, yeah, her grenades are a big fucking deal, but that's not what I was worried about because in the first round, I was doing okay. I only lost by a little bit. The second and third rounds, bro, I was just like caked onto that fucking corner. And I'm just like, okay, now I get why L-fell players get so much fucking hate. Because all they do is just fucking <laughs> push you into the corner once, and you don't get out. You're not allowed to. That You live there now. So Denied. I got to learn how to play Elfelt so I can learn how to counter Elfelt. Because otherwise, that is just insane. And I'm super mad at myself for losing my third round because the fucking, what is it called? It was a soul mirror match, and I typically do not do well against soul mirror matches because I play a lot more passive as a soul because I'm more about exploiting your fuck-ups, whereas a lot of soul players are just like, yo, let me just DP in your face for no fucking Ungabunga. reason. For no fucking reason. And I'm just like, I'm I'm not super Ungabunga. I'm more about like doing really cool combos. But it was it was You're playing the wrong character. It was <laughs> it was hard. It was definitely I like, I knew where I was in standing when it comes to, like, really solid players. Because, like, this isn't just, like, you walk into a tournament or you walk into locals. I do well at those type of tournaments. This is just, like, these people are, like, trying to compete for top spots in fucking well-established tournaments. So I'm just, like, this is where I need to live. I just need to you stay You graduated here. from grade school, and now you're... Yeah, college. I'm no longer <laughs> intermediate. I'm at the advanced level, and the advanced level is hard. 
So yeah. that's where I'm at. And I mean, like, this is all happening three months before Strive comes out, which Strive had some crazy news that I didn't put into the docket or talk about. Like, maybe next week we'll get into it. But Strive has some pretty cool things coming out. But that was that was a tournament. That was actually a blast to to play, to watch. It was it was dope. I was just about to say you went one and two in the Goofy Goober turn. I did. <laughs> I I went I went one and two in the Goofy Goober. You were tournament. not a Goofy Goober, sir. No, not today. That's that's no disrespect on that tournament's name. It's just a goofy name. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> I gave myself. Like, it was so rough that I gave myself fucking carpal tunnel. Like, my wrists have been hurting all fucking week. Oh, wow. All fucking week. Because between the practicing, going into, like, the regular Guilty Gear uh, Discord tournament bullshits, it, it's just... Well, you can't play in yours, or you can't play in this upcoming one, so yeah, you can't get it out. Yeah, by the way, fucking, if y'all want to jump into the fucking Guilty Gear tournament that we got going on with Boxer Ninja and the Warrior Realm on February 13th, 2021... 6 p.m. East Central Standard Time. There's a $300 buy-in. Go fucking do that shit. No. $300 buy-in? No, no, not $300 buy-in. My bad. My bad. $300 prize pool. That's... Woo! $300 <laughs> prize <laughs> pool. No, if there's a $300 buy-in, someone's getting paid. Yeah. Someone's getting seriously paid. No, so I had to step away from fighting games. I haven't touched Guilty Gear in about two days because I need to let my hands rest. So I've been playing Dark Souls. I started the first Dark Souls, and holy shit. Holy fucking shit. It's a good game. It's a, one, it's, game. it's a good-ass game. Two, it's what I've been needing because I've been stuck playing Sonic games. I've been stuck playing Elemental Gimmick Gear, and I've had my fighting games. And usually I play a new fighting game every single Friday. For the last two or three weeks, we've stuck to Guilty Gear. And I need a break. So I went into Dark Souls. I need something that, like, legitimately kicks my ass. Like, go to a tournament. Yeah. I go one and two. I don't care. At least I won the first match. That's all I have to say on that. The yeah. Go into Dark Souls. I need something to religiously say, hey, no, you're fucking dumb, and I'm going to kill you for it. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is dark souls because like i can't play dark souls yep. 3 because i know dark souls 3 pretty well to like speed through a lot of those bosses so i need something completely new dark souls 1 is that game and there was just there's just some fuck that tartarus demon the tartarus demon yeah. on on the fucking wall of the castle i never fought that thing before and i'm and i'm i see it come down i'm just like oh shit and i go to retreat I climb the tower. I kill the two fucking guards up there. Yeah, you're supposed to jump down on the head, do half damage. Okay, so I didn't fucking do that. Um, I climb <laughs> I climb the tower. I've got, like, a few people in chat with me, and I'm just like, he can't climb the tower, can he? Whoosh! <gasps> jumps up. No, he don't climb. He jumps. He don't climb. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit, I'm about to die. Yo, the the entire night, I want to say, I was just spent trying to grind Tartarus Demon. I did eventually end up, like, downloading his uh his fucking move set because he's all close range damage yeah, so he's he's, he's fairly he's fairly fucking easy now the struggle is the bell guardians because i have no humanity oh the gargoyles yeah the gargoyles are rough oh yeah they are rough the now i have no humanity so i have to grind humanity in order to summon solaire because me a certified dumbass decided that he was going to burn all five of his humanity so he can get rarer items. And then I died at the Bell Guardian fight 
What yeah. of the Guardians had that much hit life left, and I couldn't yeah. seal the deal. Solaire fucking died, and I'm just like, I got to figure out how to do this. I have to figure out how to fucking ah, solve this. This guy's summoning people. What a fucking chum. I, I don't <laughs> give a fuck, bro. I played Depraved. I had, like, no armor. Yeah, I'm going to fucking summon people. I don't give a shit. So fucking you a punk ass. Oh, no, no, I don't care. I don't. I don't give a shit. You get good, son. You won't. You won't get fucking. Good. You won't fucking get like get in my fucking head like that. I don't give a shit. No, I was just like I. I can't fucking do this. I don't have enough damage output. So now I'm just like I'm gonna put the top route away for a little bit, and now what I'm gonna go. What kind of build are you doing? Huh? What kind of build are you doing? Strength. Just strength, okay. endurance, health, maybe a little bit of deck so that I can, like, fucking roll around and shit. Yeah, strength builds are dope. I Just mean... fucking ungabunga un- that shit. That's, that's ungabunga. That's how <laughs> I play all my Dark Souls games. It's all about just strength builds. What does this chat say? I love your risky strategies that don't play off. Yeah, <laughs> that don't pay off. Now, what the... What was it? Uh, you should go the Tarkus build. So, Tarkus is a character in Dark Souls 1, mm-hmm. and he is a fucking baller he's so fu- like that's the that's the two best friends thing so wooly had never played dark souls one mm-hmm. and pat's of course played it so wooly's playing it and that that's where the chant tarkus 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 <laughs> comes from like tarkus is amazing he's awesome hell yeah so now instead of doing top route i'm gonna level myself up a little bit i'm gonna go bottom route but i can't find blight town i'm stuck in the the <laughs> underworld area where all the ghosts are and there was an oh, argument should not be there there's well that's what everyone's saying like there's an argument going on in chat saying should like not be there. this is the way to blight town and other people are just like this is not the way to blight town i'm just like is someone can someone tell me how to get to blight town <laughs> uh, i've never seen someone so excited to get to blight town <laughs> no, seriously i just i just need to get there someone take me there because i can't find my way there i'm just gonna end up fucking dying again that's just what it comes down to so Dark Souls, Dark Souls is fun. That's gonna be my one of my break games that I do. I'm also like playing Metroid Prime every now and then. Metroid Prime is just a good like time waster, fucking good decompress, game. good game. I am stuck on Elemental Gimmick Gear. So here is my problem. Elemental Gimmick Gear. I have been using the guide to figure out Elemental Gimmick Gear. I've talked about it before. It's a fucking Zelda clone, more or less. The problem is, yep. is that there's RPG elements, and you have to collect these little capsules to upgrade your attack, your defense, your magical output. I haven't been doing any of that shit. No. None. I haven't done dick with those things. I also have not been getting any of the the elemental power capsules that raise your maximum magic attack capacity so all of your spells cost like spell points and shit like that you don't have a single magic pool to pull from you have like magic points for each individual element so it's cool where like if i have to use a lightning spell and i have to switch it up and use a fire spell they come from two different resources the problem is is that the guide says yeah you should have 349 points in each of your fucking uh stat builds i have 39 so i have to (laughs) wow (laughs) so i have to go run around you suck at video games Well, I was going, it was just like, no, point A to point B. How bad can I, it be? I don't understand. You're using a guide. Like, I don't understand. Okay, so <laughs> I'm using the-, the guide in the sense of if I get lost, 
I look oh. it up and I say, okay, this is where I go. You're using a guy. Yeah, I'm using <laughs> it for reference. I'm not like saying like, gotcha. okay, so fucking Point Dexter says I need to go to this specific alcove and find this secret spell or whatever the fuck. No, I'm just like, yo, I'm lost. Where do I go? So that's that's gimmick gear. I need to play some of that off off stream. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm not I'm not doing that on stream. I, that would just be boring as shit. My last little bit that I did, I finished the second run of Jedi Fallen Order. I understand yeah. your frustration cuz this so the first time I played it, I did it on Jedi Knight. The second time I played it, I did it on Jedi Master. I understand your frustration with Trilla's final fight. You have to be hyper fucking aggressive when you're against her pretty much anytime that she throws an, an attack animation i'm throwing push i push her yeah. i stun her against the yeah. wall i hit her three times i back off she goes to do something else i push her i stun her against the wall i hit her three times i back off that's the fight cheese it a little bit with uh, push kind of kind of it is it is not an easy fight i understand your frustration see you had chat like trying to help you or talk shit to you. I had my son next to me going like, why can't you fucking figure this shit out? It's one thing. When I don't you have... respect you as a father anymore. <laughs> it's one thing <laughs> when you have like a competent human being talking shit to you because it's just like, okay, okay, motherfucker. Got it. I have a five-year-old who doesn't understand the concept of words or how a fucking controller layout is supposed to run in fucking Star Wars. And he's saying, like, bro, just use your double lightsaber. Use your dual-sided lightsaber. <laughs> he just wants to see me use the dual-sided lightsaber. I'm just like, Alexi, stop. I just need you to stop talking. Literally, I'm just like, bro, stop talking for a second. He stops talking for an entire fight. I die. He's just like, I don't understand. I stopped talking. Why did you fucking die? <laughs> He is the worst person to play video games with because you he's created so... that. That's your you... fault. Yes, <laughs> yes. He is so hyper hypocritical of everything that I do. Every single mistake that I make, it's just like, no, Daddy, no, give me the controller. Literally, he's just like, give me the controller. So I'm just like, oh, I'm fucking done. I've done. Like, I love it. We restarted Star Wars for the third time because he's a fucking tiny tyrant. Uh, and he just he just <laughs> wants Star Wars. He's just like, no, I want to watch Star Wars. I'm just like, bro, do you wanna do you wanna play like Zelda or do you wanna play some other game? I, I forget. There was like some other fucking like pop culture based game that crossed my mind. I was like, hey, do you wanna play this? He's like, no. I want to watch Star Wars, and I'm just like... Give him the Super Nintendo games and let him go crazy. <laughs> no, no, he'll just hand me the controller. He's like, you do it, Daddy. And then he'll uh, no, just sit no. there and just like, why can't you fucking do it? So I'm going to turn on Bug Fables, the fucking Paper Mario uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> clone RPG, and uh, we'll just play that. I need to decompress from Star Wars for a little bit. I understand your frustration, but I still beat it faster than you, and that's what's important. So that's my week. Fuck you. <laughs> you played it before. <laughs> I never played it. <laughs> you don't have to defend yourself against me. Yeah, I, I my wife also brought in uh, hot wings, and I'm like, she. <laughs> I want wings. I want I wings. Oh, man. Granted, she be... brought in boneless wings, so uh, so you got yeah, chicken nuggets. Like, I got chicken nuggies. Is yeah, what the, I that's got. What that was. So. I got be I got betrayed. I got betrayed this past week for some by. There's a local restaurant here, uh, mm -hmm. called the Tap House, and oh. I will stand by that place as the best pizza and the best wings 
in this city. Okay. And okay. um, I ordered some to get delivered by Postmates. And when they got here, I was like, oh, man, the pizza's good. The wings are good. And then I got betrayed because the night was not the greatest of nights. Oh, no. Like, that means. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn you, Your wings. Your booty got you. <laughs> I was like, damn you, know, you. you. You got what we call the bubble guts. Yep. <laughs> That's usually caused by beer. So, beer, spicy shit. Beer, uh, spicy, no, yeah. I, I've been having. Chris, we all know that you like to self flatulate yourself. Or not flatulate, flatulate. but. Flatulate. Flag, whatever it is. Flatulate. Because you ate a fucking bag of Carolina Reapers without, like, without a dare. God damn. <laughs> no, it wasn't like. It wasn't first off. It wasn't Carolina Reapers. It was Carolina Reaper uh, injected jerky, right? So it's like, oh, okay. It's it's, it's kind of like the same thing, but different. Excuse me, princess. Thank you. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> but goddamn, my asshole. It, honestly, I thought it was going to be worse than what it actually was, but it was still pretty bad. It was still fucking terrible. All right. Well, to combat any of the noxious fumes coming out of your asshole, your wife could buy one of these new Razor Smart <laughs> N95 face masks with RGB lighting and voice. That was the thing when I read voice amplica- amplification. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'll pull it up so people can see them. I don't want a coupon, Razor. But no, uh, Razor has unveiled a concept designed with the current state of the world in mind a new smart mask known as project hazel the specialized n95 mask debuted at ces 2021 and is designed to keep people safe during the pandemic and sociable in a world where social distancing has become the norm the project uh, the project hazel smart mask has surgical n95 respirators that use rechargeable active ventilators and replaceable smart pod filters Razor says the, quote, high bacterial filtration efficiency smart pods filter at least 95% of airborne particles. Additionally, each mask comes with a wireless charging case to to replenish the ventilator's battery life. This case also uh, features a UV sterilizer to ensure the cleanliness of the mask. As for the actual wearing the mask, Project Hazel is made of a scratch-resistant and waterproof plastic. It boasts adjustable ear loops, custom sizes, and an airtight seal with active cooling to allow for a smooth airflow and the disposal of carbon carbon Co- carbon dioxide. Dioxide. <laughs> the dioxide. The transparent design allows other people to see the wearer's mouth to help with social situations and those who require lip reading to communicate. The mask has a low light mode that activates lights in the dark and a built-in microphone to amplify the wearer's uh, wearer's voice for better communication. Of course, it wouldn't be a Razer product without chroma RGB lighting, and Project Hazel has exactly exactly that. The RGB lighting can be found on a ring light around the ventilators and customized with over 16 million colors. If you're hoping to buy Project Hazel for yourself, you may have to wait quite a while. Razer doesn't currently have plans to sell this, though the company notes that it will continue to optimize Project Hazel by putting it through, quote, rigorous testing and user feedback to ensure safety compliance and maximum comfort and and usability. It's unclear when Project Hazel will be available to the public, but for now, you can learn more at Razor.com. At first, when I was reading this article, I was like, God damn, they're just jumping on, like, taking advantage of the fucking pandemic Mm -hmm. and all that shit. But then after reading it, I was like, nah, man, this thing's actually pretty cool. It's (laughs) really fucking sick. I'm not going to fucking lie. 
it's the so the thing that got me was the transparent mouth for like lip reading. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fucking cool. So here's this I mean, is this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> here's my question on all of this. Um, I'm assuming that there is some sort of filter because N95 masks, uh, you have to swap them out. They're not permanent. You. Yeah, I mean, like they're the heavy duty ones. You can like run those for about a week, fine. But like, what kind of filters are going to be applicable to these masks? Like, are they? Gonna... What's the price point on said filters? Yeah. yeah, that's another one. Like, what's the price point on them? And then just like the masks in general. I mean, like even even though they said that they're not planning on releasing it to the public yet, it's just a concept idea. If they were to come out. The, the fucking RGB lighting and the voice amplification. Like, this is like a 200, at least $200 mask. I, I'm, fuck it, I'm buying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, like. I mean. Those things are cool. I'm not gonna lie. The biggest thing that I wish it had, I wish it also had, like, a screen in front the of it. The LED screen messages, that goes across your mouth. Message. Yeah, That's, that's yeah, later yeah. on. That's That's version two. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the three hundred. That's the pro version. Yeah, that's so. the pro version. Yeah, bro. Chat says wireless charging case with UV sterilizer with a dual purpose fast charger that sterilizes at the same time. The smart mask is always ready to go. Glows from green to red for easy reference as to when checking the battery level. You were wow. close from red to green, but yeah. Okay, so I'm colorblind <laughs> even when they're, they're words. No, 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 no. I'm colorblind. I'm colorblind even when it comes to words, okay? It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this thing is so douchebag, <laughs> but I want it so but bad. It, but is it douchebag? Yeah, it is. Like, I don't think it's. No, no, I don't think it's too bashing. I, I, I honestly, genuinely think this is a very bro. innovative thing for a time of where we're living in right now, bro. This is this is what's gonna get us back into conventions. This is what's gonna get us back into, dude. Eddie, if I could pay two hundred dollars to have this and then go to all my conventions that I used to, that's what I'm saying. I'm, pay, I'm, I'm spending two hundred dollars yes, on this. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's a douchey thing. I genuinely think this is a great thing, especially for us gamers, convention uh, enthusiasts. It just it, it makes sense. And if you could have something that you can recharge, have it for a week, pop out the filters, throw them in. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but the thing is, it's just like, I'm not talking about the convention thing. I'm talking about you're going to fucking Food Lion, and you're wearing the Razer N95 Oh, I RGB. spent $200 on it. You better yeah. bet I'm you're flexing gonna, on motherfuckers in Walmart. Guy. Now, I'm not saying yeah. I wouldn't buy it. I'm not at all. I probably would. But it's douchey. It's 100% fucking scumbag Look, dude, douchey type I shit. live in the middle of where uh, riding my Confederate flag on the back of my pickup truck. So, yeah. I'm wearing the fuck out of this thing down here. <laughs> just, just to be clear, Corey does not drive around with a Confederate flag in the back of his pickup truck. That's not no, me. that's everybody else where I live at. God damn it! <laughs> no see, one was gonna say anything about it, Chris. <laughs> you see, now, now we all have something. Now we all have. You, you have the beer incident. I have the J in the JRPG. Ah, <laughs> Corey so Eddie, likes to ride around. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie is showing that he's not listened to all of our episodes, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> 
since I've been uh, here. Since I've been here. <laughs> I would flex, like H2O said, I'm flexing so goddamn hard with this. Oh, no, 100%. That's what I'm telling you. I would wear it everywhere, especially if it's if it's, if it's it's a smart mask that is supposed to help out in the current situation. And it's supposed situation. to be airtight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm wearing that 95% of bacterial, like, shit in the air? That's crazy. They, yeah. But I wonder... If they're showing it off, so like it, I wonder, they got to be close to like a prototype or something. If they're showing it off, well, I mean, like it is a prototype. They showed it off at CES 2021. So the the thing that they were saying is like they don't know if this is something that they're going to release to the public. But if they would, this is the uh, this is the type of shit that they're working around on. Chat says that they would wear that shit to funerals. Like this is where the LED comes in because you can just have like that that moving word thing that says like R.I.P. Homie or some sh- stupid. No, or shit. just say F. Oh yeah, <laughs> just F. Wow. <laughs> oh That's my dumb. god, That's great. That's fucking uh, stupid. I I I want this. I want this. Like I just want it. The, the, I don't the, think it could be any higher than two hundred dollars, though. Well, the There's interesting no thing too about it, the interesting thing about it too, is like the whole voice amplification thing, so that they can understand you, so that you sound a lot more clear. But is I'm pretty sure there's gonna be people <laughs> hey, yo, bitch. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be people out there that are gonna be like modify voice modification. Oh, there's already ones out like yeah, that. So, people have voice mods. So you're gonna be walking around sounding like Bane and asking, you know. You know, Batman where, are where the, the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> where are the cookies? Yeah, I, must find I was them born right in now. them, raised yeah. in them. <laughs> uh, Molded by is, them. This is I want this. I never knew I wanted a face mask. So because let's be honest, after we all get the vaccine and things start it'll never be normal. Mm-hmm. Like normalcy yeah. is gone, but things start getting back to where we can go out. I'm not just gonna automatically stop wearing my fucking face mask. Like, yeah. face mask is probably going to be part of my wardrobe for probably at least the next two years, just to make sure. Yeah. But why not be fashionable with it and be like, yeah, I play video games. Yeah. I have a yeah. huge cock. So. <laughs> what is it? Like, when, like, uh, what is it? Like, the perfect example, what is it? Uh, Do you guys ever watch that movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg? No. No, but I'm aware of it. Okay, there's a scene in there. There's a scene in there where, like, the movie takes place in the 80s, and he works, like, at an office. He's, like, the, the office repair guy that fixes the printers and the copy machines. Yeah. And he's wearing eyeliner in the office. And, like, the guy's, like, looking at him and, like, is that eyeliner? He's, like, I'm in a band. He's, like, can we get back <laughs> to the topic at hand? Like, I feel like this is exactly would be the same thing. Like, we could definitely be wearing the mask, and they're going to be, like, looking at you, like, what's up with your mask? I'm My eyes are up here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a gamer. Okay, can we go back to the real task at hand here? Yeah. And uh... Uh, could you just keep, yeah, yeah, just ring up the bananas. All right, let's go. <laughs> I'm down for this. Uh, I found my. Uh... My, it, hopefully it comes out before Valentine's Day. I, uh, I'm gonna give a hint to my wife. That's this is what I want. So very well, very. Yeah, awesome. I think it's I think it's a lot closer than we think. I genuinely think it's a lot closer than we think. Yeah. I'm here yeah. for it. Oh, it looks so cool. I know it's just a model, but goddamn, it looks so cool. Anyway. Anyway. All right, Chris, take us to the world where these masks would be perfect for. Yeah. So this is the the big one. So Jason Schreier, who's probably the most prolific games new journalist oh, yeah. of our generation, moved over to Bloomberg, and he has put out his largest, I don't want to say hit piece, but it is the the compendulum 
like the the complete story, much like he did for Anthem last year. This is the big one surrounding Cyberpunk 2077. In his words, CD Projekt SA Chief Executive Officer Marcin Iwinski made a public statement this week about the disastrous rollout of the video game Cyberpunk 2077 in December. He took some personal responsibility and asked fans not to blame the team. In a somber five-minute video addressing and accompanying blog posts, Iwinski acknowledged the game did not meet ex uh, quality standards that they wanted to, and they apologize, and the entire leadership uh, is deeply sorry for this. Iwinski's apology, the second within a month, was an attempt to restore the Polish company's reputation with scores of fans and investors who had, who had waited eight years for the game, only to discover that it was riddled with bugs and performance issues when it was finally released. Bloomberg's Jason Schreier interviewed with more than 20 current and former CD Projekt staff, most of whom requested an anonymity, so not to be, not, so not to risk their careers, depict a development process marred by unchecked ambition, poor planning, and technical shortcomings. Employees discussing the game's creation for the first time described a company that was focused on marketing at the expense of development and an unrealistic timeline that pressured some of uh, some to work extensive overtime hours long before the final push we fucking called it the polish company will spend the next few months working on fixes for cyberpunk 2077 instead of planning expansions to the game or getting started on the next installment of other popular uh, titles like the witcher the first new update will be released towards the end of january and the second in weeks thereafter as per iwinski this wasn't how the development team envisioned starting 2021. Now, instead of celebrating a successful release, they will aim to turn Cyberpunk 2077 into a redemption story. This will be an uphill battle. Unlike competitors like EA and Ubisoft, CD Projekt only releases one major game every few years, so the company was relying on Cyberpunk 2077 to be a significant hit. Cyberpunk 2077, a role-playing game set in a sci-fi dystopia, has a lot going for it. Warsaw-based CD Projekt already was well-known for its earlier blockbusters title, like The Witcher 3, and Cyberpunk benefited from its massive ad blitz and leading role from actor Keanu Reeves. Thanks to a pre-launch hype, the game sold 13 million copies at $60 apiece in the first 10 days within its release. Uh, this made CD Projekt Red the most valuable company in Poland for a while. Early reviews were generally good, but once players got their hands on the game, they realized it had problems on the PC and was almost unplayable on consoles. It performed so poorly that Sony removed the game from the PlayStation Store and offered refunds, an unprecedented move, while Microsoft Corporation slapped a warning label to customers that they may experience performance issues on the Xbox One until the game is updated. In his message, Iwinski concedes that the company underestimated the task. He said that because the game city was so packed and the disc bandwidth of old-gen consoles is what it is, it constantly challenged us. While the company extensively tested before the game's release, Iwinski said that it didn't show many of the issues that players experienced. Developers, on the other hand, who worked on the game argue otherwise, saying that many common problems were discovered, the staff just didn't have the time to fix them. Cyberpunk 2077 was an ambitious project by any standard, but CD Projekt's previous success, The Witcher, was set in a medieval fantasy full of swords and spells. On the other hand, Cyberpunk was a sci-fi rather than fantasy. So instead of a third-person camera view, which has the player's character appearing on screen, Cyberpunk was in first-person view. 
Making cyberpunk would require CD Projekt to invest in new technology, new staff, and new techniques that they haven't explored before. Another indication of how CD Projekt stretched things too far was that they tried to develop the game engine technology behind Cyberpunk 2077, most of which was brand new simultaneously with the game, which slowed down production. Oh. Jesus. A former audio programmer who I will not attempt to fuck <laughs> up to their name uh, said one of his colleagues asked during a meeting how the company thought it would be able to pull off a technically more challenging product or project in the same time frame as The Witcher. Someone answered, we'll figure it out along the way, he said. I'm pretty sure Bioware said the same thing along those lines. Part of the fans' disappointment is proportional to the amount of time that they spent waiting for the game. Although Cyberpunk was announced in 2012, the company didn't mainly focus on it until the last uh, focus on the last title, and full development didn't start until late 2016, as per employees. That was when CD Projekt essentially hit the reset button, according to people familiar with the project. Studio head Adam Badowski took over as director, demanding overhauls to Cyberpunk's gameplay and story. For the next year, everything was changing, from fundamental elements to gameplay uh, perspective. Top staff who worked on The Witcher 3 had strong opinions on how Cyberpunk should be made, which clashed with Badowski and led to the eventual departure of several top developers. Much of Cyberpunk's focus, according to several people who worked on Cyberpunk 2077, was on impressing the outside world. A slice of gameplay was showcased at E3, the industry's main trade event in 2018. It showed the main character embarking on a mission, giving players a grand tour of the seedy, crime-ridden Night City. Fans and journalists were wowed by Cyberpunk 2077's ambition and scale, but what they didn't know is that that demo was almost entirely faked. CD Projekt hadn't yet finalized the code and underlying gameplay systems, which is why so many features, such as car ambushes, were missing from the final product. Developers said that they felt that the demo was a waste of months that should have gone towards making the game. Employees were working long hours, even though Iwinski told staff that overtime would not be mandatory on Cyberpunk 2077. More than a dozen workers said that they felt pressured to put in extra hours by their managers or co-workers anyway. The overtime didn't make development of the game any faster. At E3 2019, uh, CD Projekt announced that the game would come out April 16, 2020. Fans were elated, but eternally, some members of the team could only scratch their heads wondering how could they possibly finish the game by then. One person said that they thought that the date was a joke. Based on the team's progress, they expected the game to be ready by 2022. Wow. Developers created memes about the game getting delayed, making bets on when it would happen. Canceled features like uh, and scaling down the size of Cyberpunk's Metropolis helped, but the team's growth hampered some departments, as per some developers. The Witcher 3 was created by roughly 240 in-house staff, according to the company. Cyberpunk's credits show that the game had well over 500 internal developers. But because CD Projekt wasn't accustomed to such a size, the people who worked on the game said their teams felt siloed and unorganized. At the same time, CD Projekt remained understaffed. Games like Grand Theft Auto V and Dead, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 often held up as examples of the quality uh, the company wanted to uphold were done by dozens of offices with thousands of people on hand. There were also cultural barriers brought about hiring expats from the U.S. and Western Europe. The studio mandated everyone speak English during meetings with non-Polish speakers, but not everyone followed those rules. Even as the timeline looked increasingly unrealistic, management said delaying was not an option. 
Their goal was to release Cyberpunk 2077 before the new consoles from Microsoft and Sony, expected in the fall of 2020, were even announced. That way, the company could launch the game on existing PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, then double dip by releasing versions down the road for next-gen consoles. People who bought the old console versions would receive free upgrades when the new ones were available. Some engineers realized that Cyberpunk was too complex of a game to on well uh, to run well on seven-year-old consoles, which it, with its city full of bustling crowds and hulking buildings. They said that management dismissed their concerns, however, citing their success in pulling off The Witcher 3. Sounds like Bioware. Uh, mm -hmm. By the end of 2019, management finally acknowledged that Cyberpunk needed to be delayed. Last January, the company pushed the games to release to, uh, to September. In March, as a pandemic began ravaging the globe and forcing people to stay inside, CD Projekt staff had to compete, complete the game from their homes. But without any access to the office's console development kits, most developers would have to play builds of the game from their home computers. So it wasn't clear to everyone how Cyberpunk might run on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. External tests, however, showed a clear performance issue. Iwinski said that the communication issues resulting from teams working at home and mid-COVID-19 restrictions meant that a lot of dynamics we normally take for granted got lost over video calls and emails. The game's debut slipped again to November. As the launch date grew closer, everyone at the studio knew that the game was in rough shape and needed more time, according to several people familiar with the department. Chunks of dialogue were missing. Some actions didn't work properly. When the management announced October that the game had gone gold, that this was ready to be pressed to discs, there were still major bugs being discovered. The game was delayed another three weeks as exhausted programmers scrambled to fix as much as they could. When Cyberpunk 2077 finally launched on December 10th, the backlash was swift and furious. Players shared videos of screens overrun by tiny trees or characters galvanizing uh, around without any pants. The, po uh, the compiled list of features that had been promised were not in the final product. Many of the glitches were graphical. Issues can be fixed, says developers, but it's not clear when they will regain the spot on the PlayStation Store. Winning back the, the fans may be difficult, but there's a precedent in the video game world. Games like No Man's Sky, a space simulator, Final Fantasy XIV, the online role-playing game, and Destiny, the multiplayer shooter, recovered from rocky launches and earned critical acclaim by gradually improving uh, after they were released. And just to let you know, after the statement from Iwinski, CD Projekt stock rose 6%. So there is hope that some pos something positive is going to come out of this, but... We'll see. We will have to see. Yeah. First of all, first of all, hats off to Jason Schreier for another fucking amazing article. Yeah. Like he just broke everything down. But yeah. we 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 called this from a fucking mile away when they're like, "There's no crunch happening." Bullshit. There wasn't crunch happening. We didn't want to admit that there was crunch happening because we like CD Projekt, but we fucking knew. We knew that shit. Like, I didn't understand how bad it actually was, though. But that is in fucking sane. Like, it's too ambitious. Like, if they would have just focused on next gen and PC, it would have been great. Focus on those. Give people a reason to buy the new systems and then go back and work on the old systems. But I'm not a marketing person, and that's all they saw was they're like, if we hit all these avenues, we're going to get all this revenue, so we're going to fucking hit these systems and the new systems. And I'm just like, that's – everybody said that's way too ambitious. I get why they were trying to push for both platforms because the thing is is that, especially with the pandemic, 
Getting your hands on a PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X is nigh impossible right now. Minus the people who were either lucky or were able to pre-order. It is incredibly difficult to get your hands on those. Yeah, like Eddie. It's incredibly but difficult I... to get those consoles. So if, if, if it wasn't an option to focus only on next-gen consoles, then the right thing to do would have been to delay because PS4 and Xbox One versions were not playable at all. Like, there is no way that you can fucking boot that game up and say, this is fine. I have a buddy of mine who fucking bought CD Projekt for the PlayStation 4 Pro. It is not fine. It is not. Not even base console. It is not fine. There was some serious fucking problems. And there's even people who are, uh, who are reporting that the, uh, the PS5 version was having issues where they would just randomly fall through the floor. Like, I don't know. This was a game made for the rich. That's what it, well, that's what it comes down to. If you have a high-end <laughs> piece, Chris, if you have a high-end piece, like, I'm not trying to be a dick. Like, I have minimal problems with it. I have frame rate issues during cutscenes. That's it. And I see people, like, fucking, like, just exploding randomly. Like, flying cars coming in out of fucking nowhere. Randomly. Like, I, I feel shitty for the people who bought the game trying to get, trying to, like, legitimately enjoy it, and they just get shit on. It's not right. So. No, um, I, I genuinely think, I genuinely think they were, they were still on that high from The Witcher 3. It was one of the issues that I kept telling people all the time before the launch. I'm like, you don't even know how this game is going to be. And everybody is talking about it like it's going to be the greatest thing since, like, sliced bread. And, like, they're just like, it's going to be the greatest game. There's no other game that's going to top this. Like, CD Projekt Red, blah, blah, blah. The Witcher 3, I get it. I get it. The Witcher 3, the Witcher series or whatever has been a massive success for CD Projekt Red. What I think they really should have done, based on everything that this article said, is one of two things. They should have really focused on just delaying the product and working out the kinks if they really wanted to hit all platforms. Or they should have just focused on PC and next-gen. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with focusing on next-gen. It wouldn't be the first time that developers are like, Hey, we're not focusing on the last consoles. We're going to focus on the news consoles. We're sorry. We'll see you when you get there. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just think they got greedy. I genuinely think that CD Projekt or whoever... As it was the marketing. In, you yeah. can see in the article too. It was totally because the developers are like, "Are you guys fucking insane?" Mm -hmm. And yeah. I've been so as like I don't develop video games, but I help develop IT like situations and stuff like that. And I've had to have that meeting with the higher ups and be like, "This is not possible. I don't know what I don't know what delusion you guys are seeing, but this is not possible." But they can't get it out of their heads. Yeah. And I could only imagine how it was on CD Projekt Red's team. Because that's, like, the marketing was huge for this game. But I was going to say, too, Chris, you said, like, because of the pandemic and everything, but they had already made the announcement to do all platforms prior to COVID, right? Mm, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, they did. Not prior to COVID, because COVID, they were still planning on uh, having it released in September. And they were going to have, like, the PS4 version come out. And then later on, they'll tackle the PS5 versions as they come. Um, and even mm. before that, the game was scheduled to come out in April. 
And there was no talk of that yeah. coming out before the consoles get released because the consoles didn't get released until November. They push it from April right. to September to, I want to say, November. November and then finally to December. So it was it was scheduled to be a launch title for the PlayStation 5 at one point. But there was no plans of them saying, oh, pre-COVID, we're going to release this on on all consoles. No. They, this was there was plans to have a PS4 and Xbox One version ahead of next gen launch. So, so that means that during COVID, they made the decision that it was going to come out on all platforms. Yes, that's fucking insane. That is that is ludicrous to be able to think that. Because I mean, like, think about it. During that time, it was it was getting closer and closer and closer. Because when they pushed from September to November. I want to say that it was like July, August time frame. Like they knew they were not going to meet meet that mark. And once they pushed into November, yep. they were just like, yeah, that's definitely within the window of fucking next gen. So, yeah, you got to get that COVID money. I will also say, too, they, they, they underestimated COVID is what it was. Yeah. They we're underestimated. Not... They're like, oh, it'll just be the summer where we're working from home and then we're back in offices, you know, end of July. And uh, that fucking hasn't happened. I don't know if it was just – underestimating covid because one of that one video it was probably yeah it was, that was probably pre-covid when they did the the fake demo the fake mission demo yeah i mean if that, that was, was 2018 fake, i think that was 2019 i think that the, i oh. think that was june 2019 but that's still pre-covid that's the one where the guy the the one like samoan looking dude gets shot and all that stuff right? yes and okay that I, that was end of 2019 yeah so that was june 2019 and that was all faked footage. They pulled a fucking anthem. So Oof. that's no bueno. <laughs> no, it's not, and it's 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 fucked up. This is what no, ends up happening no. when you when you push marketing that, and greed takes over. That was two. That was 2018, according to the article. Was it a slice of gameplay was showcased at E3, the industry's main trade event, in 2018? So that's June of 2018. It showed the main character embarking on a mission, giving players a grand tour of the city crime-ridden Night City. Fans and journalists were vowed were wowed by Cyberpunk 2077's ambition and scale. What they didn't know was the demo was almost entirely fake. You're right. You're right. That was 2018. Ah, right so they've been lying. They've been lying, or you know, yeah, no, they've been lying since like 2018. And what I wanted to get across to the point is, if if they knew, like before COVID or whatever, when they canceled the release on April of 2020, when it was supposed to come out, did they know that the old were they already working on the PS5 and PC versions of that? Or were they just like, man, we got a shitty game. We got to figure out a reason when, to move this. When did dev kits get out to the public? Because I want to say that early 2019, we were talking shit about the PS5 test kits design. And we we knew that like CD Projekt Red was one of the first developers to get their hands on test kits. So I I don't think that's unlikely. But at the same time, like, you know that you want the game to come out for next gen, but there wasn't any plans for next gen to come out until, you know, it's proper time. The game was supposed to release in April of 2020, not mm -hmm. not December. So, right. They pulled a watch. A I didn't even know that well, Watch Dogs was uh, Watch Dog trailer was um, was faked. I had no idea. Uh, according to Reddit. I mean, so take this with a grain of salt, right? That means uh, it's right. <laughs> yeah, as of April, as of April 2020, is when CD Projekt Red got their PS5 dev kits. 
Okay. So the so when it was supposed to come out, they had pushed it back. So th- were they aware? They're like, hey, we're going to be getting dev kits of the PS5 like in April. Should we just push like the release date until we figure out how to get this game running on the PS5 and Xbox One X? I wouldn't put it past them. But you yeah. know what? All of that would have been fine had they just delayed the game. If they had just delayed the game, all their fucking problems would have like not been present. It would have been fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it sucks. It's a shitty situation, and there's no one to blame but fucking management and executives. But they're not the ones who get fired. So sorry for being poor. Huh. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Yep. Anyway, I mean, we might we might have the comeback story. Let's hope, because yeah. I I genuinely want Cyberpunk to be playable. It's a good it's game. A That's a thing. Cool. Like what sets Cyberpunk apart. From like Anthem and Mass Effect Andromeda and even Watch Dogs. But I, I enjoyed Watch Dogs. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Yeah, it has problems. But the issue is, is that Cyberpunk, even as it is, is still a good game. Like it's fine. It's it's legitimately a good game. When it's playable. When it's playable. That's the thing. Like I didn't even know about all the, the cut content. Like just as a standalone product, I think it's good. I think it's a fine project. So it sucks. I just think... Yeah, I just think the unfortunate and, – and this is coming from a guy who didn't care anything about this game because the way I had seen it is like I played The Witcher 3 and I didn't like it. I was just like, eh, it is what it is. It wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So when Cyberpunk was coming out, I was like, man, this game seems like it would be the game for me. But when they just strictly made it into a first person, it kind of turned me off. And then people were hyping it up and I'm just like, look, guys, it, it might not be the game. So I had like no interest in this product whatsoever. But now I'm like, I feel so bad for it because even if you have a high running PC, I feel like people aren't playing the game to play the game. They're playing the game to see how much they can fuck with it. Because I know plenty of people that picked up, were gifted, whatever, the game, and they only play like an hour or two and then just completely dropped it. And like, oh yeah, this game sucks. Like, I'm just going to wait till like it gets fixed on like uh you know, in the future updates and like blah, 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 blah. And it's the same thing for the people on the PS5. Like I've constantly had this argument with someone who is just like, oh, bro, I love it. I love it. But it sucks that it keeps crashing and I hate it. Mm -hmm. You can't say you love it. And then it crashes and then you hate it. Like you got to like be real with yourself. You hate crashes, but you love the game. Yeah, that's that's, right. So, yeah. And so it's just, I, I think that's the unfortunate thing that this ball, this snowball effect that cyberpunk has right now is that, Everything is towards is just very negative, and you're hoping that it's a comeback story, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be a tough one just because there's so much other shit going on in the world right now. Yeah, but that's that's the problem. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, well, hopefully we can get new Star Wars games. <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm super excited about this. Eddie, take it away. Yeah, absolutely. We got Lucasfilms begins a new era. On January 13th, Lucasfilm Game Lucasfilm Games announced that it's entering a partnership with Ubisoft to create an open-world Star Wars game. The title will be developed by Ubisoft's Massive Entertainment, marking the first time that a company outside of EA has produced a Star Wars game since Disney acquired Lucasfilm in 2012, ending nearly eight years of exclusivity. Also in the works is a new Indiana Jones game to be developed by Bethesda Game Studios, a newcomer to Lucas's films and Disney's properties. Massive is still recruiting for the project even, so details are sparse. 
Project Even? Project Even? Julian, oh, I'm not going to butcher that name, director of the Division 2, and the crew will serve as the game's creative director, and the title will use Massive's Snowdrop Engine. Beyond that, Lucasfilms Games hasn't revealed anything about the characters or settings within the Star Wars universe that the game will feature. This announcement follows news that Lucasfilm is partnering with Bethesda to create an Indiana Jones title, the first non-Star Wars AAA game out of the Lucasfilm in years. The move marks a, se- a seismic shift for Lucas's films approaching to gaming, winding the tent for developers that want to create games using Lucasfilm franchises, particularly in the Star Wars universe. EA had previously previously suggested that the company would have exclusivity on the Star Wars games for 10 years. While EA will keep making games in the future, but Lucasfilm's games is free. I swear I didn't partners. write this. This isn't Eddie's fault. This isn't Eddie's I'm fault. Late. This is this is the Wired website. They suck at writing, but they were it the only one is. that encompassed like the entire fucking thing. It's not Eddie's. I'm fault. like I'm like over here like damn. I'm like I'm doing completely <laughs> bad at this point. Nobody fucking edited this. Take it away, Corey. <laughs> it's also possible, even likely, that the upcoming Ubisoft Star Wars game will launch after the EA exclusivity agreement ends in about two more years. EA has been and will continue to be a very strategic and important partner for us now and going forward. Sean Shopta, Senior Vice President of Global Games and Interactive Experiences at Disney, told Wire, Jesus Christ, man. But what did it feel like there's room, but we did feel like there's room for others. In 2013, Disney laid off 150 employees at LucasArts, ending in a house game development, ending in-house game development. The rationale at the time was that the move would minimize the company's risk while achieving a broader portfolio of quality Star Wars games, according to a statement the company made to The Hollywood Reporter at the time. However, in the years since the EA exclusivity deal, I'm reading this wrong, however, in the years since, the EA exclusivity deal had been criticized as a bottleneck to that goal. I hate this article, man. <laughs> this is the back. I hate this article. Haru's gonna have Haru's gonna have a great time. I can take time. the last bit of it if you want me to. <laughs> no, I'm I'm finishing. I'm pulling through. <laughs> aside from a few, uh, aside from a few small <laughs> or VR games, the number of major Star Wars games from EA since 2013 can be counted on one hand. <laughs> I get it. I'm like just laughing. We're getting. Oh re- we gotta find wrestling yeah. articles for Eddie from now on. That's right. <laughs> By allowing, <laughs> that's it. We can't tackle anything else but that by allowing more developers to bring in their ideas for games lucasfilms hopes to diversify the titles it offers and engage more deeply in the collaborative design and development process just like with past ea games any new star wars games will be part of the same star wars canon and continuity continuity shared across all the movies and the tv shows produced since the disney acquisition james waugh lucasfilms vp of franchise content and strategy explains that while this means the games won't always connect directly to content in other media. The possibility is on the table. Look, Whew. since I played uh, Star Wars Fall or Star Wars Jedi yeah. Fallen yeah, you take Order, that. <laughs> uh, I'm very curious to see what other games could come out. I don't want shit to do with the Skywalkers, though. No, I don't want none no, of that no, shit. No, 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 no. If anything, I've said it before. If anything, the Mandalorian and Fallen Order has proven that. Star Wars does not work in a movie sense, and stories are much better when a fucking Skywalker isn't present. Which I mean, the what what is it called? The anything with Darth Vader is fine. 
because Darth Vader is just like the big bad, the looming shadow over you, and you're yeah. just like trying to get yeah. the fuck away. That was some of the best parts of uh, was it Star Wars Force Unleashed? Yeah, the Force Unleashed, Whenever, the first like, state. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just started playing Force Unleashed too because my son. Yeah, is, you play, you, like you're just fucking up Wookiees. Exactly is what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> um, but like anything having to do with the Skywalker, I don't give a fuck. I honestly don't care. We need more stuff like Jedi Fallen Order. We need more stuff. Give me a Mando game. Yeah, hell yeah. Give me more of that shit. But this is this is a really good thing because, like they said, like growing up. There was a new Star Wars game. There was like at least two or three new Star Wars games every single every year. year. Because yeah. the way that LucasArts handled it was much like the way that Games Workshop handles the Warhammer games. Anybody can make a Warhammer game. Nobody gives a shit. And they acknowledge Warhammer games are either really, really shit or really, really good. And there's a lot that falls in between. Star Wars I just game, bought Vermintide not too yo, long Vermintide ago. Vermintide is the shit. I love Vermintide. Yeah. I had a buddy tell me it was really good. Yeah, so I Vermintide is bucks. the fucking shit. But you need to get on that, Eddie. You need to get into Vermintide. Wait till the next Steam sale. It'll be soon. Yeah, <laughs> that game is always on sale. But no, that this is what they. This is what we need. We need a lot of people start working on their own individual Star Wars stories. Expand the universe. Get crazy fucking like smuggler stories and Mandalorian stories and shit that has nothing to do with the Jedi and the Sith. That's just what yeah. it comes down to. Or keep the Jedi stuff very, very minimal. minimum and very vague. Cause that's oh, yeah. what they were supposed to be. They were supposed to be like the fucking, the legends, you know, there's a yeah. myth. Yeah. There's a myth of, the, the, the rest of the universe is happening regardless of what's happening. Exactly. To the it doesn't Jedi. revolve around yeah. the fucking magic Jesus space people. Right? Yeah. No, I, I think I think one of the things that like had really upset me about when EA got the exclusivity to the Star Wars games is that like that. Like we wouldn't get any more games aside from the Jedi or whatever. My biggest issue is two things. I hate that it seems like every Star Wars games we get, including the Force Unleashed, always has a happy ending. Like, give me, like, I don't need the continuity. Give me, like, we're playing as the bad guys. We're going to end as the bad guys. We know this is going to be a shitty ending because we are playing as the bad guys. We're playing as the Empire. You we're playing as Darth Vader. You public. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. exactly. It's like, yeah. give me that. Um, And then the other thing, the other thing is I wanted more games like Republic Commando. Yes. And, and, and I think, and I think, like the Star Wars has such a great setting, especially during the Clone Wars, especially after the order issues uh, Order sixty six, for potential in games like Republic Commando, where you're going around as a squad of four, taking well, out Clone Wars is just dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like you could take like your uh, squad of four leading into like a Jedi like temple or whatever to try to seek out something, or not even that, just like taking out villages and those stealth. Covert, covert missions that you need but i mean it's hopefully this is where this is leading to hopefully this is where we're going to be getting like those first person shooters and not just competitive multiplayers with a half-ass story that was battlefront 2 because i don't care what anybody says battlefront 2 to me could have been a lot better if i don't know who's played it or who hasn't played it but i mean <laughs> i just <laughs> think you know i just i just think it could have been it could have been a better story I mean, you could get real cool shit. I like the clone troopers. You could do it even before Order Six. You could do a game where the ending is Order Sixty Six, mm-hmm. and you could go on all these cool ass missions. Like, because if you go back and look at the Taranovsky's, uh Clone Wars uh, animation, 
there's some badass fucking clone troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, they understand they're clones, but they're still, you can differentiate them between each other. Yeah. Like, the special ops of, like, the clone troopers are yeah. some of the coolest fucking characters I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's it's fucking sick. I want yeah. a game with Mayfeld. Like, get Bill Burr to voice his character oh, again. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't watched the second season yet, but I've been hearing very good oh, things about his character. Oh, man. That was one of the best episodes. And they referenced Battlefront 2's campaign. Like, what's funny is I thought the episode last season with him was the, one of my ba- favorite episodes. Oh, that too. was a great episode as well. Before you watch that, I like honestly either play or look up the campaign Battle to Battlefront 2. 2 because it ties okay. into what Bill Burr says, which was crazy for me because I'm just like, oh, they're referencing video games. What's funny is Bill Burr fucking doesn't even like Star Wars. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. His, his new thing is like he now has to defend, like, because everyone's bitching. It's just like he had a Boston accent in, in The Mandalorian. He's just like, it's Space Boston. What the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's space fucking magicians out here, man. What do and you, you want to do? You want to bitch about my fucking accent? Fuck you. No. There's a chick with two dicks on her head. Like, what he's, do you want me to do? His <laughs> fucking scene is so good. It's so fucking good. I love it. I'm gonna watch. I'm watching the Mandalorian this bro, week. Bro, bro, bring Mayfield back. Bring him back. But no, I'm- yeah. Which, by the way, Zombie Hunter says right now that he's gonna boot up Battlefront Two. Which, if anybody is not aware, it is free on Epic. Yes, I think up to the weekend. So, or is today the last day? I don't know. I don't. I'm not downloading Epic. But yeah. if you want it, it's there. I know. I know that we have squadrons, but I want a rogue squadron. So yeah. I want a new rogue squadron so bad. Mm-hmm. Squadrons is a fine game, but I don't want that. I don't want a multiplayer and all that. I want a good story. Okay, but rogue squadrons like, is fucking Luke Skywalker. Well, not all of them. Not, not all like, of them. It's not always yeah, not, like Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's a part of it, but like, there's many missions he's rogue the, leader. A lot of the game. It doesn't mean that he's in every fucking mission okay. and everything. Some of the best missions of those games is when you're playing as, like, Wedge, Wedge. or, like, the side yeah. okay. characters. Okay. And yeah. you're just like, yo, we don't have Luke here with us, so we got to, like, nut up or shut up. So. Yeah, but I get what, what you're I saying. I mean, I, I'll get what you're saying because the latest squadrons that came out, that was my issue with it, too. That's why I didn't care for it. One, it's in first person the entire time. And two, it's a simulation game, right? It's like a flight simulator. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want a flight simulator. I want an arcade yeah. Freaking! Uh, give and, me Star Fox. Big deal if, if give me Star Luke Fox is... and Star Wars for him. <laughs> yeah, big deal if Luke is a uh, rogue leader. Like we could have rogue leaders from way past Luke, and we could still have a rogue squadron. Game. Man, that mm-hmm. just that just throws me back into like Star Wars Episode One fighter t- or um, Star Wars Jedi fighter, the the old school Xbox. Yeah. Oh, Starfighter. Yeah, yeah, thank the, you, uh, thank you, thank you. Star yeah. Wars Episode One Starfighter and Jedi Starfighter and. Some of those games, they milked it. They milked it a bit. <laughs> like, hands down, my opinion, Rogue, the second Rogue Leader game for GameCube was probably... That one's yeah, great. That one's great. Third one's good as well, but then they started doing, like, some third-person shooter-type bullshit mixed in there. That's and... what they started doing with the Star Fox game, mm-hmm. too. Star Fox Assault yeah. had third-person. Yeah, but... Because they were pull, pulling off of Adventure. I mean, Star Fox Assault, though, I will die on the hill and say that that's a great game. And I even... I... Oh, you're not going to die on that hill alone. That game is phenomenal. Yeah. The storyline in that game is fucking great. Yeah, that's I gotta that's play a that great game. game. 
Oh yeah, Star Fox it's Assault. Good. You should play it. The mm-hmm. multiplayer yeah, in that game was also a lot of fun too. It was four player split. Well, I never played the multiplayer, it, but it just it just came to my attention that there was a second GameCube, the second Star Fox GameCube game. I we were talking was, about this in your stream. Yeah, I just thought there was adventures, and I'm like, no, they're like you're Assault, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? That's the one for the Wii U. No, that's Zero. Okay, so and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I won't die on that hill alone, but I probably will die on the hill saying that Star Fox Adventures is legitimately a good game. I don't. You can stay on that yeah, hill. That'll, that's that's where I die. <laughs> you stay you on that hill. You like it. A house on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You be, you stay on that one. Yeah. But, no. I just. Uh, I no. Mean, this it, is exciting. It, it this is. This is exciting. After playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and how that game ended, and just that game in general is a good game. Mm-hmm. And EA did that game, which is surprising. Well, Respawn did that but, game. That's true. Respawn. It's, EA tries to. Yeah, they they the EA's got their logo on it, but respawn. Mm-hmm. So it's good. There there are good Star Wars games. There's just a lot of bad Star Wars games. I would love. The, I mean, the the project got canned. But what was the the Star Wars twenty thirty three or something like that? Thirteen 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 thirteen. And that was the yeah. story of Darth Maul, and it seemed so fuck. Was it the story of Darth Maul? I might be mixing it up. No, that was the that was the bounty hunter one. Okay. Yeah, this was about yeah, yeah. thirteen. Thirteen was a bounty. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. There was another one where it was like, "What happens to Darth Maul immediately after Episode One?" And I'm just like, "Oh, that, well, that sounds." Ha- they go good. over. They, they go over that in the show, though. Don't no, they? they go over that in Solo. Well, Solo and the Clone Wars. So, the Clone Wars tells you what happens when um, Darth Maul is fucking around on the Mandalorian planet, but then you also find out in Solo that he is. And spoilers, I don't give a fuck. Just spoilers. Just uh, he's the leader of the the criminal underground mafia at the end of Solo. And this is this is when he has his robotic layer bottom half, yes. right? Yeah, gotcha. Because yes. Darth Maul's so fucking mad, he can't die. Yeah, he is one hundred percent hate. One hundred percent hate. He's like he's if a Grievous didn't get fucking <laughs> gun ch- or what was it? Uh. Like, that's the thing. Like, he used the fucking blaster to kill Grievous. Fuck you, uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hey, man. But fuck no, because I loved Grievous. I-, I learned the history of Grievous, too. Like, before he was an, uh, a droid and all they, that shit. Or he's technically a cyborg. They pussified like him human. so much in the movie. I was so mad. Because in Tardinoski and in the Clone oh, Wars stuff, he was God. so amazing. Yeah. Anyway. I want to go watch the Tardinoski stuff again. It's about an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Around all of them put together, it's really yeah, good. That shit's good. Anyway, anyway, that's it for the news. Let's uh, let's hit questions, boys. Let's do it. All right. So we got three. Uh, I don't understand this first one because Wax has been around for a minute. Can the Scrubverse team grill or cook anything? And what is your favorite thing to make? I mean, yes, we can grill <laughs> and cook. We saw that at we saw. I mean, Chris showed me he could cook at uh, too many games. And then everyone knows I can cook. What's our favorite thing to grill? Specifically grill or just make? It's grill or cook. Just specifically make. I like making sweets, man. Sweets are fucking fun. I don't get to eat them a lot because I try to stay away from them. But cakes and that shit, like uh, chocolate lava cake is fucking dope to make. I mean, I like wings, too. I fuck up wings. Mm-hmm. Wings. I like that. Uh, uh, and steaks. It's a toss-up between making a, a nice pernil and then shashuska. I make a, a, a pretty decent... You shit. can't ever just say a cheeseburger or tacos or... <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. It's got to be all this other shit. Look, man, I don't know what to tell you. 
I, I'm Look, adventurous. If it makes you feel any better, I'm boo. I'm a bougie bitch in the kitchen. So. Okay, so don't don't yell at me. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> fuck out of here. I'll be that guy. I'll be the cheeseburgers on the grill and fuck there you. Go. Thank yeah, you. and my mom's lasagna. That's that's as far as I can Hell get. I mean, yeah. I can hold up my own, but I'm not nothing compared to these guys. I survived. I just started. I just started my nutrition class, and I know I now know how like the nutrients we take in, how they're digested, and I'm just like. Human body's fucking disgusting. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what I'm majoring in. I would like to major as a nutritionist as well. So I'm curious with that. Nice. So. There you go. No, I Tiff made some great monocot the other day. I need to learn what her recipe is. Like, I'm not really that high. Monocot. monocot is pasta. So it is a... Um, Why is it not just called pasta? Because <laughs> there's different types of pasta, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Different cuts, Jesus. different ways made. You got gnocchi, you got penne, you got rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rigatoni, okay. Yeah. Fuck it, manica is a shell. It's like a circular shell, and then you take rigotta, and you you can put whatever you want. In the oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. you, you! I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> you mean ricotta? That's what you mean. <laughs> I, am, I lived with Italians. What do you want from me? That's how they said it. <laughs> ricotta. Ricotta. No, every no no I'll chat. Everyone I've ever lived with that was like off the boat Italian, they dropped the eye. It was just like manicotti. <laughs> no, no manicot. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool, got it, thank you. So no, they fucking Italians can also be bougie bitches. Hey, thank too. you, thank you. It's not me. All right, it's not me. Like people was just like, yo, I know, if you want to oh, like no, sound you. fancy and shit like that, calling it mozzarella instead of mozzarella. I'm just like, get get off my dick. I call it mozzarella. I call you know, it, a capri salad. Thank you. I call it thank cheese. You. you call it cheese. <laughs> so I my mom used to make my mom growing up. My mom hated ricotta, and she would always put cottage cheese in lasagna. Ooh. And now it's still good lasagna. But when I had lasagna for real, I was like, "Oh, this is much better." And I was like, "Mama, growing up, I was like, why didn't you do this? This is the legit way to make uh, uh, lasagna." She goes, "I don't like ricotta," and I was just like, "You're crazy." Ricotta so good. Yeah. Like you can sweeten it and put it in sweet you know, um... So si- si- Similar, similar story on my end. When I say my mom's lasagna is like the best and the worst lasagna out there. Because when my mom got the recipe, she didn't understand any of the cheeses that were there. She's like, I'm just going to go with Monterey Jack. And that's how she made <laughs> okay. her lasagna. It's just like basically meat, ragu sauce, pasta, Monterey Jack. And yep. so for the longest time, I was like, dude, this is the greatest lasagna ever. So I went on an actual like Italian restaurant and ordered the lasagna and it had all like the three cheeses. And I'm like, what the fuck is this garbage? What are you guys giving me? Like this, What's this, this cheese? Why does it yeah, got green in it? Yeah. I'm like, why does it taste all funky? Like, it's not right. Ma! Why does it taste all funky? <laughs> oh, no, man. Oh, that's great. Oh, no. I mean, you got to do what you got to do when you're broke, too, because ricotta is a little bit more expensive than cottage No, cheese. you know what? Right? spam all the time. Fucking, um, <laughs> what's his, what's his name? Jason Sype had on his, uh, on his channel, how to make your mm-hmm. own ricotta. And he's just like, bro, it's just milk. It's just, it's just milk and some yeah. other extra shit. And I'm just, you can make it at home. Same with mozzarella. You want cheese curds? It's just milk. Like, that's how it is. <laughs> If you want to make your own cheese, you can do it. I, but also, I got shit to do. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, yes, everyone here at Scrubverse knows how to fucking cook. We fat. We know how to we're cook. We're fat and we're grown-ass men. Speaking of which, I really want to make burgers. 
I really want to make burgers. I make some boigas. No, burgers. you got no. You got to make like bunkers or some yeah. some shit. Uh, okay, that's okay. Boigas. <laughs> Suck my balls. Okay, that, that's okay, so this this weekend I made boigas. <laughs> there you go. That's boigas? the right one. What's a boiga? You know, dude. Burgers. I oh, have fuck. I've I haven't made smash burgers in a I while. I wish I could hate you all to death. That's all I gotta say. This is. You're a liar because every time you see me, what's the first thing you said? Whenever we can meet up again, you're cooking for me. Yes. That's exactly what you said. Yes, that is true. That is true. I can give Chris a list and be like, this is everything I need. He's like, I already got it. So <laughs> let's go. I'm well stocked here. That's what it is. Anyway, man. Zombie Hunter's got two questions. Number one, do you think the release of the Super Mario 3D World is worth the new Bowser's Fury and the online play? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll go into why I said yes, but yes, because first of all, I love the game. Does it... Let me rephrase it. Do I think it needs to be $60? No. Do I think it's... Did I expect anything else? No. It's <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. So <laughs> I knew it was going to be $60. Uh, well, I, I, we don't even know. We haven't even seen the price point yet. I don't think they've released the price. It's going to be $60. It's, it's going to be $60. It's probably going to be $60. Uh, if, if 3D All-Stars was $60, because that's a $40 game. This one's gonna be yeah. sixty bucks, and they're sending it's it's forty for the original game and twenty bucks for everything else. If Bowser's I just want Fury, the game. Go ahead. If Bowser's Fury is like a, at the very least a solid five hours with varying levels of challenge, then yes, I would say that it's probably worth it. Bowser's Fury looks like a, a Odyssey DLC is what it looks like more than a 3D World DLC. I wish that they would have expanded Odyssey more. Then just be like, oh, we're going to come out with 3D World and then slap Bowser's Fury on it. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Bowser looks amazing in that fucking trailer. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a kaiju battle, and it's great. <laughs> like, it looks Mario really, really goes good. supersonic or super saiyan or whatever the fuck. Same, yeah, same I mean, game. a little yeah. bit of column A, a little bit of column B. So, and then you got a roided out Godzilla. So, it's interesting that ba baby Bowser's with you now and like a companion. And they brought and back the the paintbrush, yeah, with Egad's paintbrush. Was so it Egad's? It's Egad's paintbrush. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that it was. That Egad's. is canonically okay. Yeah, yeah. It's always so, everything's everything's been based around Egad, including the freaking flood, whatever the machine is called. I the hate flood, the vacuum so. uh, in <laughs> Luigi's mansion, all that stuff. A lot of stuff yeah. in the uh, the Game Boy, the Mario and Luigi, like Superstar stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of EGAD stuff in okay. there as well. You know what? That would make sense because that was around the time that it, that shit came after Luigi's Mansion, which I got to play the yep. first one. I've never played the first one or the second it's, one. It's I recently tough to go back I, to. I recently played the first one during uh, October for like the spooky celebrations and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I stand by it. It's okay. It's, it's okay. not yeah. the greatest. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think the sequels are better. Mansion 3 yeah, is a really I, good game. But I, I mean, I want it because of the online play. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I want it so bad. Like, granted, it's going to be the Switch. So hopefully Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and uh, there's one other Switch game that have, has really good online. So if I hopefully it doesn't go the route of Smash. That's not the online I want. <laughs> I want the well, good online. Think, yeah, I, don't, I think it'll go it'll go the route of Mario Kart. I don't think it'll go the route of Smash just simply because it's only four people max that you can have on screen anyways. Yeah. So, And it's not like so many different kinds of inputs for attacks and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So that could be a multi-stream. That comes out February 13th? 12th. It comes out a day before the tournament. Friday, yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh, that reminds so, me. Uh, Ease, Ease 9 comes out next month. 
That comes out in the second. You should, uh, Doctor Orochi. I haven't checked on him yet, but he's been playing East games. Yo, all East games are so fucking underrated. They are so good. Y'all, so. y'all need to find some fucking East games to play. I thought you y'all need to find some fucking friends to play these Yeezus games with. <laughs> I, thought gonna, I thought he was gonna say you gotta find Yeezus. <laughs> yeah. I'll see my way out, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're fired. So, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm excited for it. A lot of people aren't are like, man, the Bowser's Fury kind of seems like I don't care. That game's phenomenal. I don't give that a game's fuck. so fucking good. I'm buying it but, again. And, and that's the thing with Nintendo, though, right? It's just like they have a quality game that came out on the 3DS, which is a really great game on the 3DS. Why not? Why not re-release it for the Switch? People are gonna buy it. People are gonna correct buy it you, no matter to what. To correct you, that came out on uh, Wii U. The one you're thinking about is 3D Land. 3D oh, World yeah. came out on Wii U. Oh, then I'm completely yeah, completely thinking of a different game. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? Oh, he's the newbie, but he's carrying up in popularity. That's not gonna lie. Like that's not a lie at all. <laughs> no, no way. So, anyway. Uh, question number two: Have you seen that HBO Max has good co- old classic cartoons like Batman animated series and Courage the Cowardly Dog? Yes, yes. yes. We had uh, we. HBO I did a promo for them. You did. HBO Max is pretty fucking dope. Yeah, that's it's got all the Adult Swim stuff. It's got it's gonna have Godzilla versus King Kong, which I'm excited to watch. No, I think it comes out in March. Yeah, they were they were talking about it like over this weekend. Like, oh, it was uh, it was trending on Twitter because I guess somebody had said that they released the teaser trailer for it. Yeah. But then when you looked into it, it was just like it was just um, a fan made one or whatever. But yeah, it's coming oh, out in okay. March. I'm yeah. excited for it. I haven't watched Kong Skull Island, but I need to watch that so I'm up to date with the two most recent like movies prior to this. Mm-hmm. Because Godzilla right. King of Monsters takes place before this, and then like I mean. This is gonna look really good. Like I like that's the whole thing about kaiju movies is I want fucking kaiju's fighting each other. Yeah, I get too much of this fuck and the st- I, I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody, but the stinger at King uh, at the end of King of Monsters maybe will have some kind of play. Actually, that's exactly what's gonna happen. Now that I just thought thought about it, that is exactly what's gonna happen in this movie because King Kong and Godzilla are both good guys. You can't have one beat the other. King Kong is not so a good th- guy. King Kong is a good guy in this universe. He, okay. Wait, King Kong's always been a good guy. No, he's not. I've only seen the Explain first. Explain to me how he has it. Okay, I've always seen the first King Kong, like the 1931, where he climbs the, the, the building. and He's he not a bad guy there. They steal him from his environment, and then he just goes ape shit, literally. Okay, I thought he just went ape shit because reasons. No, reasons. They, they stole him from his island. Okay. And it's the same thing that happened in Peter Jackson's King Kong, too. But in that one, King that Kong was... breaks the jaw of a T Rex, and it was dope. I didn't like that movie. <laughs> that movie was it's way too long. It's three yeah, hours Peter long. Jackson. I forgot. I was like, yeah, because there's Peter Jack Jackson, Black, King Colin Kong. Hanks, Adrian yep. Brody. Yeah, fuck that. Yep. And then there's uh, Skull Island, right? With um, what's his name? John C. Riley, Samuel L. Jackson. Come on, we're missing the main guy. Freaking Loki. Loki. Tom Hiddleston. Right? Okay. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. What'd you say, Chris? Loki. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm excited for it. I like those big dumb movies. So, no, I'm all for but it. No, too. HB- yeah, HB- I'm all for it. Dope. One of my favorite movies is uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah, like, I, yeah, like Pacific Rim is to me the I've first wa- one. I re- the second one's not good. Yeah, the second one was yeah, whatever. But the first one, I remember 
I watched that movie like five times in theaters. Because I'm like, have you seen Pacific Rim? Come on, let's go. Have you seen Pacific Rim? Okay, come on, let's go. (laughs) It's a fucking great just veg out movie. It's just like, big shit's attacking. We got to fight it. That's it. Mm -hmm. I have the action figures of like all the the Jaegers. I didn't get the Kaijus. But I have Gypsy Danger. I have uh, the the Australian one. The fuck is a Jaeger? uh, A Jaeger is the mechs that were in Pacific Rim. Oh, okay. The Gundams. (laughs) <laughs> I have the I have the Crimson Typhoon. I have the fucking Russian one. Yeah. So yeah, Turtle Alpha. That's the name of that one. I remember when I, I was uh, when that movie came out. I was dating this girl, and I told her I was like, "If we ever have a daughter, I want to name her Gypsy Danger." She's like, "You're stupid." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I'm not." That's a great fucking <laughs> name. Yeah. And then yeah, she's no longer with me. <laughs> Chris, if this makes you feel any better, Zangief is literally piloting a Jaeger. Zangief and his wife. Yeah. Okay, I'm sold. Where do we watch it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can watch it anywhere. <laughs> like Pacific okay. Rim's old as shit. Charlie Day's in it. He's great. Uh, what's it? Charlie Hunan, the main character from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, he's okay. the main character in the in the movie. Idris Elba's really good in it. He's in there too. Oh, that's so, cool. I like him. Yeah. Don't mess with the second one. The second one's really bad. Uh, Ron Perlman's in it at one two at one time too. He's Ron the Perlman uh, is that? yeah. He is the slum uh, underdog. Like he runs the underworld in China. Uh, like the, the, the black other, market. What's the other dude too? A lot of people made a big deal when he came out. Charlie Day is that his name? Yeah, Charlie Day. He's yeah. one of the scientists. Or yeah, yeah, he's one of the scientists. He's great. Charlie Day's real good. Hell yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, the first one. The first one is really good. The second one is. They just you can watch it. it, but it 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 takes the same route as Starship Troopers. Like Starship Troopers one was great, and then everything else after that is garbage. Yeah, I've only <laughs> ever seen the second one, which is like the second Starship Troopers is like a horror house, like a haunted house kind of thing. Because like yeah. you know, it's like a it's like a shitty the thing is what it is. Yeah, and then I never saw the third one. Apparently, that had mechs in it. So <laughs> minimal mechs, minimal. I mean, if you don't care, like. I mean, I don't know if you care about it. They but just I saw brought the Casper Van Dien back, so I just remember well, that. that. That's mm-hmm. the reason why I watched it because I was like, "Oh, Casper Van Dien is back! Like, hell yeah, let's go! Let's Rico's Roughnecks!" And yeah. then I watched the movie, and I'm just like, "This was stupid." I'm like, <laughs> "I regret this." The I first just, one's just so stuck. good. The first one. I good, have yeah. that book, but I I have never read it. I need to read that book. It's oh the Starship, actual book. Yeah, Starship Troopers yeah. is based off based off of a book. So yeah. anyway, sorry tangent. HBO Max is dope. You should go watch it. Yes. Yes. Last question. Scotty Moe for shows asks, thanks for the birthday song the other day, Eddie. Speaking yeah. of birthdays, what is the most memorable or best birthday that you've ever had? For myself, I had some friends throw a surprise birthday for me in high school. Getting old now, and I am totally just content with just playing a game and chilling with a movie, though. My best birthday that I can remember off the top of my head was my 22nd birthday. And the re- me- the reason I remember it is because my 21st birthday was so bad. Like, nobody was in town because they were all, like, gone. Like, I don't know where they were. I had to work. Like, I literally came home, ate dinner, and then went to bed. And uh, it was my- one of my first times, like, living on my own, too. So it was really tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my 22nd birthday, my friends, I got blasted. And my friends made – I was a – when I played World of Warcraft, I played a shaman, and there there's a crest. It's like a – it looks like a red and yellow, like, like crude, like, skull or whatever it is. They baked a cake and then cut it in the shape of it and then iced it and then put a bunch of, like, yellow glitter and red glitter on it to make it look exactly like it. 
and I, I was so happy. Like, it was so cool. And That's then I sat sick. there and sat in the middle of my buddy's floor while I was drunk as shit and watched him play Rez. <laughs> that's i just i was just like this the entire time i was just like whoa and all that he's like dude this guy's fucked up i was like i was <laughs> i was like i'm off tomorrow <laughs> that's pretty dope that's insane i don't i didn't like celebrate a lot of birthdays growing up uh because my parents just like jesus <laughs> jesus <laughs> and they just was just like whoo and there's a lot of things like oh man i forgot your birthday so like birthdays for me was just like hey you're getting a gift and that was about it uh there was never really like a big shindig or whatever i might have like a friend come over and shit tiffany for my birthday took me out to tiffany's always surprising me with some shit so like anytime that like my birthday is happening it's usually like she does something over the top for me and it's That's pretty good pretty fucking dope but i would say the most memorable one that i had outside of my 21st birthday was my 26th birthday i was stationed with at marsoc in north carolina tiff and i were supposed to go to the melting pot randomly um and she had invited a bunch of my marines and my friends just off the cuff and i'm just like what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? And it was just like a really <laughs> nice, sweet thing. Yeah. The weird thing is my mom sent us like a, a nice big old card and bouquet of flowers and shit like that. And nobody told her where we were, what we were doing. That's she weird. Just, yeah. And the thing is, this is not the first time she's fucking done it because we'll say, oh yeah, we've got X, Y, Z thing happening but we don't tell her like details like dates or times or locations. Oh, you've been so, bugged. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm convinced <laughs> that there's a chip on my body somewhere that like somebody <laughs> will say something around me and then she'll just like be there or go there. So fun fact, I, that same year or the year before I had to get my appendix taken out because I was just getting some crazy fucking abdominal pain. I go to the fucking doctor. They were been just there. like, yo, that shit, that shit needs to come out. I was there overnight. My mom fucking calls my fucking hospital room no one gave her a number she just like tracked me the fuck down saying what hot looking for what hospital i'm at what floor what fucking room and it was like how did someone you was releasing some information me? that they shouldn't have been <laughs> and I'm, I'm like going to like my wife i was just like why did you give my mom my number and she's just like i didn't give your mom your number she has your cell phone i'm like not my cell phone the hospital like phone <laughs> <laughs> you're you're bugged, I'm bro. I'm just yeah, no, no. That that thing that has happened way too many fucking times. So yeah. That what about you, Eddie? I've got the most memorable one that always stands out to me. Honestly, um, I've got I've got two, three okay. technically. If we want to count the uh, the the recent one that I had with because this whole weekend, my birthday weekend this year was a weird one because of the pandemic. It was the first time that I celebrated online. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm -hmm. So that, that, but that's a whole entirety thing. But two that stick out for me is one, when I was turning 11, I think it was 11. And I think that's why this number always sticks to me. Not only because my birthday is on the 11th and it happened on the day that I was turning 11, but I remember my dad just coming home from work like early and was just like, Hey kid, like today we're doing, you're coming with me. And it was just like, we're going to go hang out and like, just do our, 
do our thing. And we went to a Dodger game. We went to like a Dodger game. Uh-huh. Or like it wasn't a Dodger game. I think it might have been like a training thing, if I remember right. Like it was like a special training thing that we went with the Dodgers. So I remember meeting a bunch of Dodgers. And I think it was like a police thing that was going on there. Like a police charity thing where you got to meet the Dodgers is yeah. what I think it was. And that then, right. yeah, yeah. And I was like, and then we went to like McDonald's afterwards, got myself. We never got Happy Meals because my dad didn't believe in that. He thought yeah. that I would eat big boy food and not kid food. So we yeah. got like my Big Mac and stuff like that. And then when I got home, he gave me two monster trucks. Uh, I don't remember the second one, but the big one that I remember was Grave Digger. Like, yeah. So he gave me like Grave Digger, the monster truck. And I was just like super stoked about it. And um, and then we all just had like those original, like traditional Chinese cakes. And I say, I call them the Chinese cakes. So we used to get them from the Chinese bakery that had the walnuts around the wall. Oh, like yeah. Like the shaved yeah, yeah. walnuts around the wall. It was a super simple traditional cake. But that birthday always sticks out for me, and I have no idea why. Like, it seems I mean, pretty it's simple, probably, but maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Like, there was nothing big about it. There was, like, no, like, party, no nothing. It was just like, hey, we're taking, this is the day. And I was like, all right, cool. So I remember I remember, I, th- I met Tommy Lasorda. I think, uh, I don't. I want to say Piazza was there, but I, I'm not too sure. Lasorda is the one that for sure I remember. But... Yeah, that, that's one of them. The second one would be, um, it was my 29th or 30th birthday. 30th birthday, I think is what it was. And my sister took me out to dinner. We went to dinner, like a fancy, like actual restaurant dinner. Right. And then we went to go see uh, Anything Goes, the musical. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard of it? Anything Goes? I have it. Yeah, Anything Goes, the musical. And it was like my first time actually going to see a musical like at like a stage and like this whole thing, because like me and her, we try to be like bougie from time to time. And we're like we're trying to be fancy and stuff. And we'll go watch ballet and things like that. Yeah. But like this particular, like she completely just surprised me out of nowhere. Like she's just like, hey, get some fancy clothes. This is what's going on. We're going to dinner. And then boom, she took me to the show. And I was just like, holy shit. Like I thought she was just taking me out to dinner. But we had to go see the Anything Goes show. And it was just like really like front row, seeing the people sing and dance. And it's honestly one of the best ones. I still have the program and the tickets. Like with me, despite like all the moves that I've had, like I still have it with me. Yeah. So those would be my two. Yeah. Those would be my two. My other one, I think I brought it up, but I remember uh, I was, I don't know if I was even in the double digits of like how old I was, but I remember when my parents bought me an N64, like it was that birthday. And then I was like, oh my God, you got me Mario Kart and Star Fox. They're like, no, we rented those. You got to get those back. (laughs) You mentioned that. You (laughs) did mention that. Yeah. I, yeah. I still remember that. I still I still remember that super vividly. We would uh, it was a rough time because we had just like the house we were currently we were living in. We got kicked out. So we mm-hmm. had to go live with my aunt and uncle. And we basically three people had to go into one bedroom. And that's where we were living. And we lived like 30 minutes away from like where my dad worked and all that shit. It was a really rough time. But my mom and dad made it really cool with having that super that uh, that the Nintendo 64. So Hell yeah. yeah, I do. I do have one where I got like my friends were throwing me a surprise party and I got so baked that I didn't make it to my own party. <laughs> yeah. I and love I was, it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like, I remember it too. Like I had just gotten off of work. It was like 9 PM mm-hmm. and my friends came to pick me up and they're like, dude, just take this shit. Like it's a new strain, like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all oh, right, yeah, cool, that's always, you, those are good friends. So Hell yeah. and, and, and then, and then it's just like on the car ride home, I'm like, 
dude, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Like, I just Why are we moving? Me. Yeah, like, just take me home. Just take me home. Hell and the dude, nah, and the dude shows up, and they're like, where the fuck's Eddie? And they're like, so we kind of fucked him up. <laughs> I was like, so we kind of fucked Shit him up. Shit was too good, bro. <laughs> yeah. So the, 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 the silver lining was that um, one of my friend's girlfriend at the time, who is now his wife, we share the same birthday, like on the same day. So yeah. it was a party for both of us. So uh, they still got to celebrate. The party wasn't wasted. Nice. Yeah. I completely. I was like, nope. Good for them. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's crazy. <sighs> anyway, Corey, what are you doing this week? Oh, man. Like I said, stream schedules changed up a little bit. I'll have one posted out on my Twitter and in the Discord tomorrow. But Thursday night on Megavisions, we're going to be doing Sonic All-Star Racing Transformed. So if anyone wants to get in on that, let me know. That's going to become a monthly thing. We're going to be playing that on PC. I think uh, Scotty's going to be joining. I don't know if Graham, like we said, Graham's six hours ahead of us because he lives in England. So it's Mm -hmm. probably going to be tough for him to try and join. But I know Haru wants in on that. So it's going to be this week coming up. And anybody else is an open invite to anyone that would like to join. Just join the Megavisions Discord server and hit us up. Trying to get that Mario Party going. we got to talk to Scotty. And uh, I don't know what all I'm going to do on my other stream yet. I don't know. I just don't know yet. But school, streams, working on food truck, food truck stuff. Hell yeah. There you go. What about you, Eddie? Continue with Skies of Arcadia. That is the plan. To see how <laughs> far I can go. To see how far I can go before I say I can't do anymore. Um, I really don't want to give up on the game. But yeah, play Skies of Arcadia. And then if I do end up finishing it... I want to move into F-Zero, but I am having a bit of a technical issue with F-Zero on the Dolphin emulator. You said third stage is giving you hiccups and stuff, right? Yeah, it, it, everything runs fine up until the third stage. Like, it just... That's the casino just, stage, right? No, it's the, it's the sand one, the the desert one. Oh, is it, yeah. is it before or after fight, uh, racing Samurai Goro? No, so it's not even the story mode. This is just the uh Oh, the, it's just a Grand it's Prix. Like a, gra- a Grand Prix, yeah. okay. But, but speaking of the story mode, I went into the story mode to check out. Like I was like, okay, let me do the, the first missions just to make sure that everything runs smooth. Af- before even when you do the tutorial with uh, Captain Falcon and you're collecting like the, the, the coins or whatever, yeah. it's supposed to go into the race with uh, Samurai Goro. That race isn't popping out for me. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I'm that might be a bad ROM. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about it offline, but... Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So, bad. so skies of Arcadia. If everything works out, F zero, and if not, then I will. Th- I think I'm gonna go ahead and start my Yakuza run and start doing uh, start with Yakuza Zero. Hell yeah! yeah. From it's what great. I played, it's a good game. So yeah. it's a great game. I, I mean, we've we've talked about this. Uh, Yakuza Six is the the only one that I played. I briefly played Zero. I got all the way up to uh, Goro Mashima. Goro, Mashima, yeah, yeah. I I got up all the way to his part, and then that's where I stopped. But now I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give it like my full like dedication and attention to it, and um, just enjoy and, those Kuze fights, man. The Kuze fights, oh, are yeah. Kuze fun. fights are insane. That motherfucker just won't stay down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's I'm great. looking forward. I'm looking forward to that, and and I think that's pretty much it. If I can set up the arcade stuff, like by the end of the week, then I'll do. The arcade showcase and if and then the Mario Party stuff if we get the Mario Party stuff down. So sick. Right now, Chris. Yep. What about you? 
I've got I've, I've got to play Elemental Gimmick Gear in the background. I've got some projects that I'm working on with Haru currently going on, thus the skit that you sent me. I like I said, I'm starting to lower my presence on Switch on Twitch because Are you okay with that take I sent too? I haven't looked at it yet. I, I haven't okay. had the time to look at it. Well, hopefully um, you are because my wife says she's not doing another one. So <laughs> <laughs> and it is what it is. Yep. So I am lo- like not going to be on Twitch as frequently as I am. That said, I still want to do uh, my Dark Souls run. I'm still going to you know finish my Sonic the Hedgehog tier list. I'm still going to be there for fighting game fight nights and shit like that. But I'm going to let... And Mario Party, I'm just definitely going to let you and Eddie handle the the streaming side of things, and I'm going to work on more creative works and shit like that. No, it doesn't mean that I'm leaving Twitch chat. <laughs> I'm still here. Like I said, we're still doing Dark Souls, so I'm I'm just refocusing old on Dang Souls, old Dang, dang Souls. souls. I'm, just, I'm just refocusing on where my priorities are going to lie. So there is that this week. Dark Souls definitely like 100% is happening is Dark Souls. What happens after Dark Souls is a toss in the air. I am tempted to play Sonic Boom. I don't know how much I hate myself this week, so we'll Bloodborne. find out. <laughs> Bloodborne? No, no, no. I want to play Bloodborne, but like when I get my PS5. Wait, or... you played Bloodborne, right? I have played Bloodborne, but I've okay. never beaten Bloodborne. Ah. So it's still like kind of a new experience. Get a walkthrough. <laughs> do, yeah. do you do you care about like frame rate and all that stuff? A little bit when I'm playing like Dark Souls and games like that, because okay. I Dark Souls and Soulsborns kind of feel like fighting games for me, where I need sixty mm. frames a second because there's a lot when it comes to your startup, active, and recovery frames. It is all about those those animations. And yeah. the re- the reason why I ask is because um, on the PS5, Bloodborne only runs at thirty frames per second. Yep. Ouch. Yep. Yeah. I forgot ouch, that was ouch. one of the ones that got locked yeah. in right at that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, because I was, I don't care. I don't really care about the, the frame per second thing. It's an ongoing argument that I've had with a lot of people um, where I can't tell the difference, and that's just me. Mm-hmm. But, because um, I, I Bloodborne Blood- on PC, you fucking cowards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I played Bloodborne on the PS4 briefly, and then I was just like, oh, once, once I got out of the PS5 and it was like available there, I was like, oh, I'll do it on the PS5. And then people were just telling me like, "Oh, but it's not thirty frames per second. I'm like, I don't care. But that's why I brought it up because if you care I'm for that, I'm laughing at the then... cat because the cat's perfectly <laughs> in frame, licking her leg. Yeah, she's she's doing her thing. That's a fat ass cat. Yeah, leave, leave my fat pussy alone, all right? <laughs> I love it. I love. She's fat a cats baby. Like yeah, she's a big old if, girl. If there's if there's no other way around it, I'm not gonna not play the game because it's yeah. not sixty frames. I mean, I play so. it on PS4 Pro and it looks fine for me. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I got no complaints over it. I still got to get sure. back into. You also that don't have one. a PS Five, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, true. I mean, I got to get into that, but and that was my thing. In December, I was supposed to do either Bloodborne or Demon Souls because I have Demon Souls for the PS Five. Demon Souls. Yeah. Play and then, Souls. and that was and and that was the thing too. I was just like, okay, after all of this stuff that I'm doing, I'm like the RPGs and all that stuff. Do I really want to go into something like Demon Souls? And I'm like, no, do Yakuza first. And then we'll bring Demon Souls for February. Yeah. Do Demon Souls. Yeah. So. But that's that's my plan. So that's what's going on this week. That's Dude. it. That's all we got. All right, all right Haru. Haru. Cut here. Cut.
Cut here. <laughs> actually, no, we didn't actually do it. Thank you and have a good night. All right, Haru, cut here. <laughs>